gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? See, I like that one a lot more than the last one. Yeah, that one. I, I, yeah, I, I, that one's really I good. think I like. Obviously, I'll I'll trim it up a little better. But I think um, the combination of Angela Anaconda, uh, uh, mascot, fuck, what was his name again? Uh, mascot, the succulent Chinese meal man, and um, Captain Dickhead <laughs> on top of a poppy <laughs> tune makes it all good. Yeah, I you think we found believe, it. You would not believe how hard it is to get that Captain Dickhead line. Like it's retarded. <laughs> no, what? No one's given up for goods. Anyway, welcome, hello world, welcome to SV Cheats One, is a podcast about gaming and gaming related symptoms. I am your host, Chris, and with me today, I have me. Who is me? I am Alex. Alex, yes, and mm. and with us. And with you guys is, of course, yeah. Jaden, me. Jaden. Our me. host, yes. Kenny, kind of forgot to say his name in his introduction. So Who? you did. You. No, I said my name's no. Chris. No, well, you then... didn't. You said, I'm I'm hosting here today. And with me is... I swear I said my name. You absolutely I'm Chris. didn't. Well, anyway, I, you, yeah, in well, a bigger I, you picture, did say your we... name or TPG just didn't care. I TPG. It's TPG. Don't give a fuck about what I do. Mm-hmm. But yes, in the bigger schemes of things, we are Oz Plays, a gaming YouTube channel focused mainly around, uh, I would say, kind of like niche titles at the moment. But yes, we are Oz Plays on YouTube. That's A U S space P L A Y S exclamation point. And then you'll see a you'll see our logo is a monochrome. Australia, yeah, yeah, a monochrome Australia this time. Not, not the. Uh, Don't say it. The, <laughs> oh, I'm not going to say it. No, but not the uh, accidental slip up that we had last week. Um, so that's our gaming YouTube channel, and this week we have a lot to get through. I believe we have a docket list the size of a large docket list. Oh, absolutely. Knocking it out of the ballpark with that analogy. Hitting it for sixes. Fucking, I was like, the the first go-to is my dick. But Hmm. that's everyone's go-to. Yeah. Even if you're a chick, it's your dick. It's the longest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, but if you want to mix it up, you go to someone else's dick. (laughs) As Yeah, but like, I don't know how big your dicks are. Yeah, but it implies that you do. Oh. Just saying. And that generates its own questions and conversations. Well, but I had I, of that. I had a. Well, I had Let, a let's get back to this docket. E <laughs> three. But yes. Oh, well, first, first of all, first of all, we have to get through our weeks, which oh, I will okay. breeze through okay. mine very quickly because I have two really important things I would like to talk about. You could also one, probably breeze through my week as well pretty quickly. Yes. So one first thing on my week is I'm still doing Doom Ultra Nightmare running. And have you actually started doing Ultra Nightmare? Are you still practicing? Yeah. In regular no, Nightmare? I'm still doing. I'm still doing Ultra Nightmare. No, I mean, weren't, but, uh, weren't you, like, practicing the regular Nightmare? Yes. So are you and still then, doing that, or have you actually started doing the Ultra Nightmare runs? I've started doing the Ultra Nightmare. Nice. I started just after the podcast. No, just before the podcast last week, I was practicing the Ultra Nightmare stuff, like having a little run, like having a run around a Nightmare, et cetera, et cetera. But 
Now I've just bit the bullet and has gone straight into Ultra Nightmare, which is hair-pullingly frustrating because it gets to a point where the wrong move in the wrong direction, start again. And that has happened so many times. So the furthest I have gotten is to the end of level three, and that is the foundry. And so many times I'm literally in the last phase of the fight and I just fuck up by being in the wrong place at the wrong time. And that's the entire run done. These runs to get to the foundry, like to the furthest I've been, take about, I'd say, 20 to 30 minutes at the moment. But it's come down. It's literally, it feels like it comes down to maths more than anything. Where it just looks, everything looks calculated. Like you stand here, you shoot here, you do that, this, that, and everything else. Well, it's kind of a, but, on, on a similar vein, though, to a less extreme extent, as like speedruns, where you're trying to do everything as calculated as possible to get to shave off a second or two seconds, do things, you know, in a similar way, except rather than aiming yeah. for the fastest time, you're trying to do it as safely as possible. Yes, and that's the worst part. I, I believe I'm doing it as safely as I can to only get get fucked by stepping out of line just the slightest bit without thinking it. You stepped but, out of line. Reprimand. But the best part about it is I can, f- like, visibly see myself improving. Like, I can see, like, I was having trouble going through the, literally the first level to the point where I don't even think about the first level anymore. I'm just completely through it. And I've done it that many times. I go straight through it without losing health or anything. But if it gets to the point in which I die in the first level one or two times, I'm just call it, going to call it quits because I'm not in the right mindset. I'm obviously fucking something up, so I need to take a breather, take a step back. Like, as if you were playing Dark Souls 1 or any other Dark Souls games where you're physically hitting a wall. Not physically, like mentally hitting a wall. So you just put the controller down, step right back, have a walk, have a breather, come back, and then you're able to achieve it. So I'm, I'm improving but I still have a ways to go. I believe there's 13 levels in the game and I haven't even made it to level four yet and it's been about a week. You almost You'll cracked get the third level. I Well, I, is it... I, I, it's just on the tip of my tongue. Well, it's right reckon, there. I don't remember. I haven't played in a while. Can you hard save in Doom? Like, other than Ultra Nightmare? No. All right. Uh, so you can... You, you, yeah, you get saved at checkpoints. Well, uh, you, you can do that... It'd be worth, like making a save say if you're really struggling on this point would be worth making a save on the last checkpoint of level three and just running the shit out of that so that's so you can't do that in ultra nightmare because once you die you go straight back to the beginning yeah but night ultra nightmare is the same as nightmare right except without yes. the so that's what core. i'm that's what i'm doing right now is i will complete the first level cool all right i'm gonna run the shit out of the second level in night nightmare Make right, sure so I know where enemies are spawning. Yeah, so I know where enemies are spawning. What's the most effective path to take? Uh, basically, what the most efficient way of killing... Like, the second level introduces the gore nest, which is just like a pile of flesh in the middle of the room that once you destroy, enemies come out of the woodworks. And the first gore nest, I think, would is one of the most difficult. Like, every other gore nest other than that, quite simple. But the first one is so difficult because you don't have the weapons, you don't have the upgrades, you don't have the weapon upgrades. You're almost, you know, 
standard bear and had to deal with an intense amount of imps and possessed soldiers. Imps are the most fucked things ever. No shit. So imps have just three attacks. It has just an attack, which they swipe at you. Uh, they have a small fireball attack. And then they have a fuck-off fireball attack. And the issue with the imps is they can predict your movement quite well. So you have to be running sporadically around, like changing directions every couple of seconds just to try and avoid one of these fuck-off fireballs. Because if one of them hits you and you're not on full health, you're dead. I'm pretty sure even if you, you are on full health, you die. So imps have been the bane of my existence to begin with. Uh, but I'm having trouble now in the foundries because they introduced the Hell Knights. See, Hell Knights, they're, they're by themselves, I'm alright dealing with. But at the very end, they throw two Hell Knights at me at the same time and I just start shooting the bed. It's never fun. But yes, that's my experience. So right now, we've almost, we're touching the ceiling of level three and about to access level four. Hopefully by the time you hear about this next week, we've gotten a little further. The second thing I want to talk about is a little game that I would not have known had existed if it wasn't for the Square Enix uh, showcase at E3 this year. And that is Final Fantasy Brave Excavus. Excavus? Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy gotcha. Yeah, I was about to say, just call it what it is. It's the Final it's, Fantasy it's, Gacha. It's the Final Fantasy Gacha game. And holy hell, I, I, I was like, okay, this looks kind of interesting. And Alex goes on all about gotcha games all the fucking time. He's got his, like, bare knuckles deep in as many gotchas as he can. He intentionally Five, goes in I for believe. gotchas. Uh, I think seven at this point, actually. Mind you, he's the only one that hasn't got a job. Mm. But where I, does money I come only, from? I the only government, spend money on one gotcha game. The government taxpayer. is funding. The taxpayers are funding this gotcha addiction. Yeah. Now, mind you, I have already put in some money for this gotcha game, but I only put in a dollar fifty. I thought it was fi- like fifty seventy five cents, but apparently there's a conversion rate going down. Yep. So I put a dollar fifty in. And I've got some, like, real top-tier characters already. I don't know whether I was lucky. You're lucky. Or not. But there's an event going right now for summons because with Final Fantasy Brave Brave E, I'm going to call it Brave E. Let's call it uh, the Gacha. Uh, Final Fantasy Gacha Edition. Pretty much edition, every- just call it the, the FF Gacha. There we go, we're the, done. The forgot the Gacha. Gotcha. There you go. The Focaccia. That's actually an Italian food, did you know? Focaccia. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's more of a focaccia. But, mm. um, so every character in the Final Fantasy series is a summon. You are able to summon these characters using summon tickets, and their rarity is anywhere between one to seven stars. Obviously, uh, the popular ones and the ones that you want are seven stars. Yes and no. Like... For example, Waka. Waka is a character in Final Fantasy X. He's he's quite a popular character from what I... Like, quite a popular character in Final Fantasy X. Outside of Final Fantasy, he's pretty much just there. He's like a three-star character. 
I would have thought he'd maybe be a four or a five. Even mm. Barrett from Final Fantasy VII is only a four-star character when you first get it. Mind you, you can upgrade these characters by getting like crafting material and shit like that to upgrade their rarity. So like mm-hmm. you have to level up. So like characters would have like a certain level between zero to about sixty to a hundred. To upgrade them to the next star rarity, you need to be max level with that character, and you can get items which basically chuck on like a hundred thousand XP to that character to get it to a certain level, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you can boost the experience gain on that character. But once they've got to like the max level. You then need crafting ability, like crafting equipment to upgrade that to the next star level in which it starts from level zero again and it has to go all the way through like level zero to a hundred, for example, to get to the next star. So right now I just spent a lot of resources because I got Auron from Final Fantasy X, who I'm a big fan of. He is a five star character and I had enough uh, gill, enough... Um, ascension resources let's call them and enough experience bonuses to get him to a six star so right now he has a laundry list of abilities which i'm just frothing at the mouth like a mutt dog for because he's just become an amazing addition to the team that being said the fact that i'm getting this sort of addictive uh sensation from the game is not boding well for my bank account right now. It's doing I'm what so, it's supposed to. I'm so tempted to put just like maybe just five dollars here. Maybe maybe just this hundred and twenty dollar pack looking really tempting right now. But no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need to save money for the Doom Eternal Collector's Edition so I can get that helmet because that is another thing we'll talk about on the docket. But holy fuck, do I want a Doom Man helmet? But other than that, so Doom Ultra Nightmare runs slowly going and progressing. Final Fantasy Fagacha has now got me. The Fagacha got me. All right. Yep. Final Fantasy is the Fagacha that got me. And that I don't want to see another fucking Gacha game in my life. Just Final Fantasy. That's where I'm at. That's another Final Fantasy game that I'm adding to the list of games I'm playing right now because <laughs> there's like Final Fantasy X2, Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy Type-0, now Final Fantasy Vagacha, and and I started Final Fantasy Twelve for some reason, even though I'm like like elbow deep in Final Fantasy games, but I'm trying to complete Final Fantasy X-2 and VII before any of the others. So that's that's my that's my week. How about you, Alex? How how was your week? Uh, My week has been full of gotcha. Oh, it gotcha too. Yeah, it got it, it's been gotching me for a while because the thing about gotcha games is you get addicted to that, to that suit, that SSR, that super super rare pull, or the super secret rare, but it doesn't fucking matter. Or like, I've gotten into a lot of gotcha games this week because the event is still going from last week, which was uh, the Fate Grand Order uh, Onigashima Revival Light event. So I'm still grinding my way through that but i need a break you know i can't just like i'm sitting there i'm watching fucking mama raiko do her work she's fucking tearing shit up left right and center but i need a break so i've gotten into fucking girls frontline which is this gun game or not really it's it's a gacha game but it takes all these modern world guns and anthropomorphizes them into cutie anime girls so 
I have been frothing at the mouth like a mutt dog for see, some of these firearms. That's that's where I think I'm missing out because Final Fantasy for Gacha is just sprites. There's no big titted anime women. There's no hunky men. It's just sprites. There is no attractiveness to the characters mm. other than, ooh, I know that character. Ooh, that character's the, from the game that I play. Yeah. That is well, it. it. It depends on the gacha game that how it treats you. Because, like, the fate, uh, the fate gacha, like, they're still sprites, but they're not, like, 2D chibi animated sprites. They're pretty, they're pretty um, accurately constructed towards how the character is supposed to look. And as you ascend them up levels, uh, they also come with costume changes that also okay. uh, changes how they look in-game. Uh, but the girls' frontline one, they also come with costume changes uh, as well. But... They uh, they also come with super high detailed uh like splash art to show off who they are, and I'm fucking oh man like I could stare at some of these for days. God, all I'm hearing is Fagacha's the class of gotcha games where Mm. everything else is just anime big like anime titty women with like flashy moves, and then Final Fantasy doesn't need that. It doesn't need those double d's it doesn't need those fire highs no it's just got sprites and the rest will sell it to you right that's well, all i'm, I'm gonna hearing. i'm gonna have to uh hit you with a uppercut right now and land you with that dragon ball gotcha game that i've also gotten into full 3d character models in active combat you see that it, it, I had a look at the uh video you sent me as much as i'm like oh that is full 3d models but mm-hmm. uh, the limit breaker for the character that I showed you had a full, like, CG rendered character, not some, like, semi animated character with some, you know, some back alley drawing shit. Nah, this is full C. This is like the spirits within animation in my gotcha game, mm, where it, yours it's... is just is simply animated. Well, it's it's hard like to top that. It is hard to top. It's Final it's Fantasy. hard it's hard to top Final Fantasy money backing a gacha game. But it's then hard at, to top Square Enix money. Yeah, backing Square a Enix gacha money game. backing a gacha game. It's also hard to top, um, you know, uh, Delightworks money backing their Fate Grand Order uh, gacha game. But at the same time, like I'm not too sure how much money uh, FF gacha pulls in. But I know for a fact that annually, uh, Fake Grand Order pulls in three billion US. Jesus, I'm yeah. not too sure. I, I don't know if they've uh, Square Enix have released any numbers on player bases or money made. All I know is been going like Brave Xvius E X V I U S Xvius has been going since 2015. Mm-hmm. So it's been going for like four years strong. So they've got a lot of content, but I'm not too sure since I'm dipping my virgin toe into all this. Uh, I'm not too sure of the player base or if there is a great player base or if it's like making mad amount of cash. Well, check but, how active the Reddit is because that'll give you a Reddit. hint to the player base. Every gacha game comes with a Reddit and every gacha, every gacha game's Reddit is full of people showing off their, their lucky pools, bragging about how good it is, or complaining that rate up is a fucking lie. Well, how many people would you consider to be a big thing on uh, a Reddit? 
ooh, on a no, on a gacha Reddit specifically, I'd say around ten to twenty k would definitely make it a big enough game. I'm not too okay. sure how many people are exactly in. Like, well, I'll, I'll actually pull up the uh, Fgo Reddit right now. Well, you have a look at that and tell me your number, and I'll tell you my how big my number is after you show me your number. I'll show you my number when you show me yours. All right. But while we're waiting for that, is that okay, your week? Yeah, got the. I got the numbers here, so we can, we can right. take it out now. Uh, right. What's your number? My number is ninety six point nine k. Oh, mine's sixty eight point five k. Yeah. All right, so that's very big. Like I def, I lowballed that super fucking hard. <laughs> I was about to say when you said ten k, I'm sitting at the sixty eight number. I'm going, oh, he's gonna love this. Yeah, because uh, no. fucking. That old, the old problem in me of looking at the fucking Steam shit. It's like, oh yeah, well, it's nothing major. So, like, I, you, I don't hear people talking no, about it. So, your game is not successful unless you have Katy Perry as a summon in your gacha game. <laughs> You're fuck off with that shit. Katy Perry is an actual summon in for gacha. That doesn't make any sense. It does because I don't fucking know, but it's there. Okay. <laughs> I I I feel like I need this now. I feel like I need Katy Perry and this in my Fagacha. And this is how gotcha. the gacha gets you. Yeah. So and we're, it, we're having, a, we're having a talk about this. Like there was oh, there was an Australian development studio that did a I think I think it was another fucking Katy Perry thing where it was it was in like you know the Sims mobile game? No, no, it wasn't a Sims mobile game. It was a Sims expansion. No, no, there was a Sims mobile game. Because there was a whole Sims expansion based around Katy Perry. And there's even, like, videos of her yeah, yeah. voice acting in Simoleon. Yeah, that, yeah like, I, I know. Simoleon? Is that, was, is that the term Sims, we're using? Yeah, I think it is. That's There's a Sims mobile game, right, where you get to, like... I don't know what you do with it. You dress up your own Sim no, or some shit. It's Simlish. Simlish. <laughs> Simoleon. Simoleon's an actual fucking place on this earth. <laughs> Somalia. <laughs> There's a translator? Oh god no. <laughs> back back to the topic at hand, all right? Yes. Yes, there is a Sims mobile game that allows you to dress up your sim and shit because that's that's how sim games work. There's a microtransaction you can get in the game, and I think it was a Katy Perry crossover they did where you got Katy Perry's earrings. Well, so I know it was earrings. I'm not too sure who the celebrity was, but there was a crossover with a celebrity. You got their earrings and the, the graphics on the game were so bad that the only way to see those earrings was to go into the character creator to view them. But mm. you, couldn't, no, you couldn't see them. No, You couldn't see if other people had them. They were completely useless as an item. But because they had a celebrity's name attached to them, I think they made like... Oh, I can't remember the exact number, but it was stupid bank. I think it was like 100 mil just off those oh. items. That you can't even cosmetic microtransactions in a fucking mobile game. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta make bank somehow. That's all. That's how you fucking. So like, there are, there are two ways to make bank. There's the gotcha way to make bank, where you make a really solidly built game, have mechanics you know and systems put in place that make it a really fun game to play. But the only way to get characters is to gamble your life savings away, or you can do the Overwatch mechanic where you just introduce a fucking 30,000 skins and somehow create an in-game fake economy where you bully people for not having the most expensive skin. Well, I've learned something today. Is Wiki that gotcha How want, your soul? Wiki How wants to teach you Katy Perry Simlish. Jeez. 
All right, moving on. Enough about that moving shit. Jaden, how was Jayden, your week? how was your week? Well, I played some D&D and tabletop roleplay on the weekend, like I said I was going to, and uh, yeah, that covers it. That's all I've done. So how many campaigns are you in right now? Four. Four. And how many of those campaigns did you play over this period of time? Two. Two. All right. And so, how many campaigns are you going to be in next week? Four. I've already made oh. the decision that my max is three. Oh, you got to drop. I made this decision after I was in the four. So I've made the decision my max is three. So I'm not starting any new ones until at least two of my current ones have dropped. You see, I, I felt the same way about my Steam library. And that just went out the fucking yeah, window. Yeah, the thing is, your Steam library doesn't dedicate a day or half a day every week or two that you have to do because otherwise you're letting down ten other people. Or not that many, five or whatever. I'm letting down my entire family doing this. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, 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 you're letting down your family by doing that. I, I'd be abandoning other people if I didn't. I made, uh... I made a, what's the word? commitment i made a commitment to go to these if i was going to join then i'd be able to come and play and be available at least most of the sessions so yeah Mm -hmm. so that's your week yeah pretty much other than that i was out doing gardening and stuff so not fantastic so yeah so you have you checked out any of the e3 stuff So in the I, meantime. I did I did see some of the E3 stuff. Specifically, I've seen the Bethesda Microsoft and something else. PC gaming. PC gamer. Yeah. Uh, so then so you can jump in on that while me and Mono discuss the others because we watched all of them. Exactly. Um, so what other ones were there? Uh so we had PC Gamer, we had yep. Microsoft, yep. Bethesda. Yep. Square Enix, Devolver, Uplay, and EA. So there's a bit in there. Um, not not to ruin your faith in humanity or anything. Too late. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know the song "She'll Be Coming Mount Coming Round the Mountain." When she comes. When she comes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the good people at WikiHow have decided to translate that entire song into simlish for me neat I so how was ea i mean how was e3 <laughs> no you gotta you gotta hear this so no, instead of no, should no, we be, don't. No, no, no 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 we, we don't sh- sh- should be coming around the mount when she comes we absolutely don't please do not genie joes have i feel like you're ignoring absolute certainty how much i hate the sims Oh man, you just you just don't get it, do you? No. Alright, well since you don't get it, I I think we should let you get a clue into the news. Budding but where's the Jaden I'm not dignifying that with a response. I can I can only reach one of my symbols from here. <laughs> Alright, so the news only consists of one thing, and that one thing is a big burfer of a bitch, and that is E3. So we shall, I think we shall start E3 canonically. Because nothing else starts, happened in the news. 
starts with oh there there's some other stuff but yeah mainly it's e3 mm. so e3 started off this year with an absolute banger ea play oh ugh. i've never been so disappointed before so like mm. ea starts off strong all right don't get me wrong they start off with the star wars reveal now right. the star so wars i haven't seen the ea one however i'm 90 percent sure the star wars was also in another one of the it was in pc gamer but not not because i have seen microsoft. some of it it, it was, was in microsoft. microsoft but not to the degree that it was shown at ea play yes oh, so wait, they no, showed... no i did go specifically into the ea one to have a further look at that yeah so it the, at ea play they had a 15 minute uncut gameplay uncut which, alpha gameplay alpha gameplay which doesn't make sense alpha is not gameplay but um yeah from what i can gather it it feel it looks like it would play like secure mm-hmm. like right, so i can totally see i mean i'd need to i need to try it out and get my hands on it but i can totally see why the secure like why immediately the secure parallels being made it definitely looks like um at least in the boss fight it was more obvious but it definitely looked like there was some kind of stagger bar there's a lock on and the the similar kind of combat style yeah it's um, definitely it, not exactly it, it like looked, secure it but looked it looks like, like it, it would could be. be a little clunky just like in all the controls they were doing when they were stopping doing four stuff or there always just seemed to be a bit of a delay where they need to stop and do an animation to pull something off. Yeah. That looked a bit... That felt a bit weird. So I'm not too certain... I'm I'm pretty keen on it. Like... I like Star Wars as a universe. So I am mm. pretty keen on this game happening and going well. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not entirely sure... I I need to have further look. Hopefully, get a hold of some better beta access if they're gonna do it. Cause... I have the f- I have a feeling that they probably won't. They because I doubt it because it looks like a single player game. It's a single player, yeah. That's that's the main uh, aspect about the Star Wars, the new Star Wars game, is that it is single player. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do add any form of multiplayer stuff, but I'm not too sure how that would work. But then again, I've been surprised before. But it does feel like it, or it does look like it is completely focused around a new Jedi and his uh, little adorable robot, which they will be selling in the droves when this game gets released. Probably. Absolute fucking droves. Buy the truckload. Buy the truckload. Buy the BB, French shipper. BB-8. Man, that thing was selling like hotcakes on a cold day. Like yep. it just made it a little, make it have a little adorable sound, little little adorable robot, and then sold. Yep. To yep. to children and parents alike. So yeah, like I said, I'm a little skeptical just because it some points felt a little uh, jarring or clunky, but I am really hopeful for it, and it does look really good. Like even despite that, as issue should, yeah. I've got, um, so I'm pretty keen on it. If it so, does like the... play, or right, so my biggest concern mm-hmm. is that they try and do exactly what I was saying, 
try and do something that plays similar to a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne or Sekiro, because that is kind of the combat style it looks like they're going for, Yeah. and miss something. Because it seems like a lot of the... I think the best example is Lord of the Fallen, Lords of the Fallen. They mm-hmm. use the same formula, but they just miss something in it, and that made the entire gameplay not work as well. Yeah, it, it and I'm needs... worried that that's going to happen with this game. Yeah, especially since if you can see just from a short duration of time, if you can see the similarity in combat style. Hmm. What's going to happen is, unless people pick up the game and it feels really different to play, it's immediate. It's always going to be compared, which is a big problem when a game like Sekiro, which I personally loved, and but is also just really cleanly made. It's a problem if your game is too similar gameplay wise because it's always going to be compared to that. And if the one already there is at such a high standard, yeah, it's not great. That said, that's all kind of speculation. I'm pretty keen to see where it goes. Yeah, well, that's like the two things that got me really hyped about the game in the trailer was the fact that because they have, I think Alex calls it the force stop. Uh, yeah, it, well, they call it officially like force freeze or some shit. Mm. I don't remember well, exactly use, what they call it in the trailer, but they, they use, use it. that while a, a stormtrooper was firing his blaster. He then uses the forced freeze on the blaster bolt, to which then he uses the force to take the stormtrooper and then put it in front of that blast bolt. So yeah, that, that was, that, pretty I was cool. like, oh, that was pretty cool. You know what I really, really liked? Like, the what? one thing that stood out to me, which is kind of a very specific thing, was the animations and how the boss dealt with getting hit by force powers. Yes. Oh, didn't he? He reacted. Yeah, when he tried, when he like tried when to he was force trying pull to him. brace himself against, say, the force push, he tried to yes. brace himself against it, then got blown back and jammed his sword, his spear into the ground, and kind the of ground. slid back and braced himself to anchor like, himself. That yeah. and those animations when he dealt with the force pull and the push, like the same way with the push, he tried to brace himself on the ground. Then when he actually got pulled, he went in for a counter swing, so you couldn't follow up on it. I really, yep. really liked that. Those guys are the Purge Troopers. Those guys are the Purge Troopers. Yeah, they're replacing uh, the Purge Troopers from the Force Unleashed. Yeah, and they are specifically, uh, well, those Purge Troopers, the ones in uh, Fallen Jedi, or is it Jedi Jedi Fallen Order, are specifically built for hunting Jedi, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Why you would dedicate an entire class of imagine if you killed all the Jedi? Jedi. It's like, what do we do? I actually disagree. It makes total sense. No, but then no, because Darth Vader trained assassins. Like he had the Inquisition and Star Killer for the purpose of hunting Jedi. Yeah, but that was on the down low. Yeah, Star Star Killer was on the down low. Star Killer was on the down low. The Inquisition was everyone knew about the Inquisition. Because that's rebels. It's always the fucking Inquisition. Yeah, so it was called. Yeah, regardless of that (laughs) stuff. The game looks cool. Mm. There's a bit of like there's a bit of clunkiness in some aspects, but some stuff and the animations look really sweet. And I'm not gonna make a call on it yet, but I really hope it's good. I want it to be good. I'm a Star Wars yeah. fanboy, so I'm getting it. Uh, so next up also, we have quick, a- quickly mm? before we go mm-hmm. on further, do you guys have a favorite game 
that either you're looking like or you're either you're looking forward to or like is do you I have, have any one stand out? No. Uh, but I have a list. At E at the EA? No. At E3. Uh at E three, yes. Yeah, a lot at E three. At EA? Uh, well, we're done with Star Wars, so we can pretty much just leave EA there because everything else was a fucking waste of time. Uh, so we have Apex Legends, which no one cares about. They bring out yep. a new character. Yep. Battlefield Five. I'm surprised people still play that. FIFA mm-hmm. and NRL 20. Apparently... They're uh, still making banks, so people still play them, but no one here. Yeah, but apparently um, the people behind the FIFA in games are like saying, like, hey, look, uh loot boxes aren't egregious what are you on about no so you we don't about? do loot boxes that shit's no nah, we, we don't we do, do loot card box packs so fifa's so, a gotcha game shut the fuck up so if i, if I yeah. backtrack a bit it is the sports it games actually like is. fifa really i don't think any of us care about no nah. battlefield 5 again i'm of pretty sure none of us care either. about yeah um, like you Apex... can't you can't be sitting here listening to this podcast going man that fucking alex guy fucking playing them seven gacha games for anime waifus and you go home and you play fucking fifa and you roll for fucking men in tiny little shorts shut the fuck up tiny <laughs> miniskirts no i yeah, get the tiny uh, miniskirts he'd, he'd, be more likely, <laughs> he'd be more likely to go for fifa if they were all in miniskirts <laughs> that'd be a new gacha game but yeah if FIFA... the fifa dream team is a gacha game yeah 100%. fifa dream team is a gacha game uh, uh yeah however apex legends i do want to talk a little mm. bit about that so i used to play it for a bit and i did enjoy it for the bit i played i wasn't very good but i we all had played fun. it for a week but i had fun no, no, i i played fifa back on like the playstation one loved it and that was where it left that's where i left it yeah. back on the playstation one uh however the new character in in apex watson i actually think is heading to a really is a really good design choice mm-hmm. uh, and they did touch on it in the conference but the thing about apex is at the moment wraith bangalore are kind of the big one, lifeline give accelerance to the lifeline get the best gear you can and the wraith and the wraith and uh, bangalore are just they're fast same as octane they're fast they're relatively small they just try and dodge and get out of the line of fire Mm. whether the new the new character watson is very much dedicated to play as a defensive play style you know those laser grids she sets up pings an entire team if one of your members steps through it her defense grid is permanent and stops all smokes bombardments so they've actually got a proper anchor that can stop those rush teams and i think that so, was really so, important for the state of the game so to support focus around stopping rushes so they're fixing up the meta is what you're saying yeah and i do think that's really important because like i said all the popular characters or sorry the most popular meta at the moment is to is a really a hard rush heavy meta and I think mm. they've done, again, we'll need to see how it plays out, but I think Watson is a good step and also a well-thought-out step to stopping that. Okay. Because I, I still or, haven't touched Apex um, yeah. Still counteracting haven't touched it. it. It's not, I'm not saying the game's bad, I'm just saying I just haven't played it yeah. and yeah. I will not have time to play it. Yeah, but I, finally... I probably won't get mm-hmm. back to it either, but I just did want to point that out. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, finally for E3 is the new Sims 4 expansion pack. 
To which I'm not surprised. To which we all say, who the fuck even cares? People who want to simulate other people's life. The narcissistic people. (laughs) And that's it for EA Play. So moving on to next, we have Microsoft's conference. In which they opened up with uh, uh, just a whole thing of playing. But their first actual game they announced was... uh, Bleeding Edge. Well, no, the first which, the first game they announced, which was already announced, but they did have an an official announcement for the Outer Worlds mm-hmm. beforehand. Though a lot of us had already they'd already done some stuff and released a trailer about it. I'm yeah. fairly sure they locked in a release date. Uh, I'm keen for the Outer Worlds. It looks really good, but because I've got a personal issue. With, with the Epic, Epic Store, I've you and many people trust me. I, I, Especially we're gonna we're gonna touch in a bit of Epic. Well, I know uh, I know the Epic Store has. There's been a lot of controversy around it, and a lot of people either against it or bashing with people it, yeah. who are against it and saying it's good because it's stopping Steam getting monopoly. Whatever, it doesn't matter what your thoughts are on that. I personally have an issue with it. So I so really doubt it. I'm going to buy Outer Worlds if it is permanently exclusive. Mm. And the thing is, most of the time, unless it's a multiplayer game, I don't get things on release. I I don't have a great deal of money, and I've got a backlog of games. So I'm just going to wait wait till it's on sale. And as much and as I how would like how to the be able to bear. buy things, buy good games full price, and support the developers at full price i just don't have the means to do that and get all the games that i want to i, you I want to physically play. can't yeah so especially after this e3 while well, it's feeling a bit yeah you know a bit hurt but because so, of all, yeah. because i've got the backlog and backlog and a bunch of games that i don't own yet that i want and i've got enough that i can wait till they're on sale it does mean that because I have that personal issue with the Epic Store, if the Outer Worlds ends up being a permanent exclusive, I probably will just end up skipping it just because there's it, so yeah. much else I can play. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the first one was the Outer Worlds. Secondly, we have Bleeding Edge, which I believe is Microsoft's answer to Overwatch. It looks it, like it. it. It's it's they're definitely going for a very colorful palette it's a well it's a 4v4 character sorry it's a 4v4 4v4 character slash class place uh shooter not really but it's the same kind of yeah there's a lot of melee weapons in here but there are some they do have mini guns one of the character has a flame thrower for a throat that's Uh, it yeah it's it's definitely in a i really like the character designs from what we saw I don't like all of the characters, but I definitely appreciate the character designs. Uh, Especially so what... Nidhogg, the one you were talking about with the, the flamethrower yeah. throat. He looks sick. He looks sick, but the main turnoff I have for this game is that the Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Combrack director is the one behind this game. So, the terrible combat that you saw in DMC Devil May Cry... Like, it isn't all bad, but there are some fucking shocking, like, ideas that they implement into that game. 
So that's what instantly goes, I'm not interested in this. Like, I wasn't interested in the first place, but definitely, like, definitely not interested after seeing that. I don't think oh, anyone's yeah. praising DMC Devil May Cry for how good its combat is. I it's it's the same for me. As soon as I saw this thing, I was, like, completely disinterested in it. Yeah, it's coming to Xbox One and Windows PC, but, yeah, it just looks like uh, Microsoft's answer to Overwatch. Mm. I mean... And... I, I'm not a big fan of Overwatch anymore. I played it when it first came out. It was kind of fun, and then they fucked it. Yeah, and they then fucked they it. They fucked it so bad, they decided to make a new one. Yeah, but <laughs> they decided to make a new Overwatch. But, that but hey, we'll save mean, that one for um, BlizzCon. That that doesn't mean that the, the genre sucks by any means. Oh, no, and, it, it doesn't no, mean that the genre sucks. Like it's said, just that it is, I'm... It is the combat designer for um, DMC, DMC Devil May Cry, but didn't he also do Enslaved Odyssey to the West and fucking what was the other one hellblade no that's that is that's the team behind devil may cry dmc devil may cry not the combat director right the combat director is specifically worked on dmc devil may cry and is no longer with ninja fury right because he's working with xbox to make this game regardless the team does have some good some well done combat games behind them as well it definitely does have some like oh enslaved wasn't i didn't like enslaved for its combat its story was the aspect about it the story uh, was the draw for enslaved not the combat yeah also putting that out, good teams can absolutely make trash and trash teams can make good that's yeah. that's that's the beauty of having a well oversaturated market of yeah. games so that's bleeding edge uh they announced a sequel to uh the well, for ori and oh, the blind forest ori and the which is the wisps I fucking love the original game. I am so keen for this one. I'm I'm getting this game straight up. Okay. I loved yep. the first game so much. I like the look of the first game. Never got into it myself. It's on I my list somewhere. I haven't played the first game at all, so I can't judge, but it definitely aesthetically looks really pleasing. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a... I don't even know how to sort of put it. It kind of looks like a what if uh, Hollow Knight but money. Mm. that's what it sort of looks to me what if it was Hollow Knight but they put a fuck ton more money into it well these games definitely more of a puzzle platformer than a combat platformer absolutely like well the trailer the trailer really doesn't show a much of a platforming puzzle game more of a fighting game I agree with that what they they didn't actually show what seemed to be more combat abilities um, and coming from after I played Ori in the Blind Forest, that was something I noticed during it, is it seemed to be a more combat-focused game than the original, from okay. what they've shown. The original was far more um, puzzle-based, but even... Uh, what was I saying? Even in that one, like that giant spider that you ran away from, found the shrine and threw that big fireball at it, or whatever it was, that will still yeah. be a running. It'll still be a running puzzle section. Like that, that'll be a run a running puzzle slash platforming section. Uh, a running platforming section is more accurate. That ends so like in that quote unquote section, combat happening, I... but mm. it will be a platforming encounter. So. When you mean puzzle section during a boss fight, are you talking about like a niche boss fight or you Sorry, have to solve I, a puzzle I and meant, the boss happens to I be there? I meant more 
I, I meant more it'll be a like a side scroller, an auto scrolling platformer where you need you've got you're timed, you need to do it fast enough, accurately enough, but it'll still be a platforming puzzle rather than a straight out combat puzzle. Okay, so Encounter definitely it'll be a, the trailer it'll be a platforming encounter rather than a combat encounter. Because yeah, definitely the trailer made it look like it was a more combat focused game. But with like obviously the platforming aspect that I imagine from Hollow Knight. See, but, from from what I saw, they they showed a lot of giant monsters, mm-hmm. and I can almost guarantee if it's running along the same lines as the last Ori, that almost all of those giant monsters will be story slash puzzle slash platforming encounters. They're forcing you along. You won't be directly fighting them. You'll okay. be pushed along in a direction, so you stay along doing this path, or you're limited in time, or something along those lines, rather than so straight a, out having yeah. a boss battle. So it, the, the, the battle is an aspect of the fight, but it's not the entire picture. Exactly. The, the okay. battle's well, the setting rather than what you're actually doing. All right. Well, I might have a look into Ori and the Blind Forest. I would definitely recommend playing Ori and the Blind Forest. The game looks amazing it sounds amazing and it's really clean to play play it with a controller yeah oh, okay it's one of those games i mean it's, it's so, not be all and end all but i definitely say play it with a controller mainly because of one ability you get about halfway through the game is a lot easier control on an analog stick all right well i'll figure that one when i get to it um next on the docket is uh, you guys still like Minecraft, do you? You no. guys still like Diablo? What no. if they were together? What if Definitely we had a no. Minecraft so, Diablo? What I did was, because I watched them all after the fact and watched, watched the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, in all of the videos of the three I watched, which was, like I said, Bethesda, PC Gamer, and Microsoft, someone's been awesome enough to go out and timestamp everything. So mm-hmm. I, I straight up saw Minecraft Dungeons and went, I'm skipping this because I'm totally disinterested. <laughs> just Minecraft. <laughs> Anything Minecraft is the clear void, like, at all costs. Well, it's, it's well, yeah. I'm so disinterested that I'm just not going to bother. Yeah, yeah, like, I I had my fill of Minecraft a long time ago. Um, ever what since I did, ever since the, I had, uh... yeah, I, I've had my time with Minecraft, and ever since then, it's just, you know, everyone's releasing Minecraft this and everything else. I mean, like it's still like a, like one of the most popular games in the world, but it's it's just past its uh, date for me. I'm not really interested, in it, nor am I interested in the fucking the Telltale's Minecraft, nor am I interested in in D in fucking Diablo Minecraft either. Like you can slap Minecraft in anything. It's just the the whole theme and setting of Minecraft is. Dis- not li- living in a blocky world is just completely disinteresting to yeah. everyone here. Hell, I can't even play like was it Seven Days to Die because it's like a zombie survival game, but with like Minecraft elements. I'm like, this is getting this is getting old, guys. Come on. Yeah, like I sat through and played Minecraft all the way to like the fucking Ender Dragon, and then after after I killed that, I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I beat Minecraft. That's it. Fuck it. I'm out. No, man. I quit. I'm never touching that piece of shit again. I am never associating myself with that piece of shit again. It was a 2 a.m. binge play from like 1.30 <laughs> a.m. for when I decided, hey, let's do this to fucking, I think about 6 a.m. 
when I actually finally finished it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. I'm out. Never again. No more. No more. Yeah, that's fair enough. So, um, next one, which I, for the first, literally like 80% of the trailer, I'm like, this has to be an Outlast game. No, Blair Witch now has a game in All which right. you play as some sort of investigator into the whole Blair Witch scenario. So, looks. I have two mm-hmm. things to say about this game. Yes. Firstly, because I've been running through the timestamps before I watched them, I already knew that it was a Blair Witch game because it was going off the timestamps. That said, mm-hmm. I've never heard of the series before, so it didn't make any difference. Second... you never heard of Blair Witch? No. Second, I don't play horror games and I don't particularly like them, but this has got me interested enough that I'd be willing to try it, I think. Yeah, well, like, all right, so first of all, Blair Witch is a movie back long ago, which was probably the first popular found footage film to the point in which uh, the directors literally, like, made sure the actors playing in the film did no interviews, had no contact and that sort of stuff with people to make it believe as, as believable as possible. Because this was, like, the Blair Witch was set in in like our world where the internet wasn't really that accessible you had like late night shows etc etc so the fact that like this movie was made and the actors hadn't been heard or seen from since made it that more believable and it was like a really decent horror film and not even like when they were filming the film not even the directors were letting in the actors like letting the actors know half the shit that was happening to get a more authentic authentic reaction so the Blair Witch was great then they made a fucking terrible sequel to the film which is the most redundant shit ever so the fact that like a Blair Witch game and then they did the remake which is also pretty bad but the fact that they're making a game out of the Blair Witch totally caught me off guard like never in a million years would I thought that they would make a Blair Witch game Hmm. Nor would I have known how they would have done it, even though like I've played Outlast one and two, which is pretty much essentially what Blair Witch is, but in a forest. But yeah, never in a million years would I thought a Blair Witch game. And they had some gameplay showing off after uh, the Microsoft E3 conference, which seems basically like you're an invest you're investigating something. Uh, you have a dog with you that you can pet so kudos to that and uh yeah the dog you have uh on the radio contact with whoever is in like you got radio contact with somebody so obviously this is an investigation of some sort probably within a family or within like someone who's just looking into it but other than that like it's definitely a game i love horror games so it's definitely a game i'll try out but it's definitely not something I will buy upon release. I'll just sort of wait for reviews because I can see this game going like fucking like bombing out hard and not being an authentic or decent horror game at all. Just sort of one of those like, I can see it being a movie cash grab tie-in. While I get your point, I feel like that because of what you've said about how long it's been since a good one's come out people are going to go into it with a lot of skepticism and it probably wouldn't have got made unless there were people that were really keen on the series the series 
Well, I could say the same thing with Resident Evil. Like, after Resident Evil 5 and 6, like, people were pretty burnt out on the series. No one really wanted to see a new Resident Evil. Then Resident Evil 7 came out, and it just rekindled so many so many cold flames of people who were burnt out because of the way that a series has gone sort of action-focused. And when they brought it back with the, like, the decent horror, you know, the authentic feel and the realistic graphics, like, it was a good call to form. So that's what I'm hoping that this Blair Witch game is because the Blair Witch is, like, really interesting. Like, something I would take too long to explain to on this podcast, but... It's definitely something I want to check out, and I hope that it does the the how else it does the lore properly. So I want it to be like authentic to the lore and an authentically decent horror game. That's the main thing. So now, after Blair Witch game, we have uh, a cinematic trailer for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven featuring. Drunk Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. when me and Alex were watching this, I, I swear, I was like, fucking Keanu Reeves is drunk. He is slurring his words. He's sort of stumbling back and forth. You know, like, you know that he doesn't understand a single fucking thing he's saying. He's an actor. He's not a gamer or that sort of stuff. So he's like realistic, this, that, and everything else. And it even got to a point where it's just like cyberpunk, CD Project Red. Like you know just what? I trying think? his best. Yeah. I just think he's straight at. I think he would have known some stuff about the game. Like, oh, he would have known some stuff, of course, because he was in it. Um. However, I just flat out think he's an actor, but he really isn't a a presenter. And I just think that's really obvious. Like, you could see that, like, he didn't understand much of what was going on. Because there is a part in his speech where he's just like, come on, guys, I need to get through this. Like, the crowd's cheering him on. He's like, come on, I need to get through this. I need to, like, pointing at the teleprompter. Like, I need to finish this. <laughs> the best part, the most funniest meme, I would think, coming from that was the guy who yells out, you're breathtaking, yeah. Keanu Reeves. So, Keanu Reeves reacted. No, you're, you're breathtaking. Bre- Everyone's breathtaking. You're breathtaking. CD Projekt Red found out who that was, who yelled out, you're breathtaking. And gave him a collector's edition of Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> All right, that's that's pretty funny. That pretty was cool. really cool of them. Though. Yeah, it, they they gave they found out who he was. He was apparently was some YouTuber, and he says we're giving you a copy, a collector's edition copy, so with the models and everything of Cyberpunk 2077 for creating one of the most humble moments at E3. Wholesome, wholesome. No, it was humble. I think it was wholesome, wasn't it? Either way, uh, we get the point. Was it sounds like triggering? We got to no, be wholesome. correct though. Yeah, yeah it is wholesome. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they they sent him they sent him a tweet saying, and you got a free hashtag Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven collector's edition on top. Check your DMs. <laughs> like, yep. I'll, I'll, like I can t- you can take that two ways. It's like yeah, this is kind of rewarding that sort of a uh, uh, heckling, but yeah. at the same time, it wasn't like a fuck you heckling. It was more of like a you're amazing heckling. We and, love you. Like, and to yeah. be fair, he did time it well. He caught it yeah, he in did. a break in the sentences. <laughs> he didn't interrupt him at all. 
it was actually yeah. in relation to what he just said. Like, he, he timed it well. Exactly. Unlike the Bethesda conference where they had the worst hype man We will get to the ever, Bethesda we'll conference get when we get to the Bethesda conference. But right now, we're still right. moving through this very large and long docket list. Yes, of the, so of next the... on our list is Spirit Farah, which I put Farrah. Alex question mark. Spirit yes, because I am actually interested in this game because of how, and I'm going to actually trail on from uh, there because it's a good segue, wholesome it is. It looks so fucking wholesome. It looks so sweet. And I just love it to bits. Now, the first impressions I got when watching this trailer was fucking furries everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The mother, I think, is just a deer wearing, like... That's not the mother. That's that's someone else. I don't know. This is my first impression. It's like, like this little... Boy, looks like that's an actual a girl. person. I'm ninety percent sure that's a girl. Yeah, that's or, a girl. Or that person, that girl. Um, How can you not like tell by that laugh? Actual... That laugh is a girl, one hundred percent. Well, I've got it on mute, so I don't go through. Oh, and then the fucking the deer lady at the end transcends <laughs> into something. Like yeah, I don't well, know what happens, but calling it right he, here. Said... Judging from the name of the game, judging from all of the little text quotes they put in there judging from like everything they've shown so far i'm guessing what it is is you uh you play as a character that helps spirits uh make their way to the afterlife so you basically take on the sticks yeah the fairy because you are you are on a boat you're on a boat and you're not moving you're the ferryman on the river sticks one that makes a lot of sense two that's a pretty cool theme for a game three i was pretty keen on the game before that so yeah i'm 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 looking forward to spirit fairer yeah, All right, look so how fucking wholesome this shit is. The, God damn. the, the company behind Spirit Ferrer made Fury, made like they made F-U-R-I. Fury. Yes. These guys made Fury. Holy, right, okay, yes. I'm sold. even more that they're in because <laughs> they I also made sold. that game. They also made Titan Souls. Um, I've, I've already got my money. Earl. You can stop, please. I've heard Oxen good things yeah. about Titan Souls, but I haven't Oxen played Frit. it. Holy shit! So yeah, okay. they made Fury. Yeah, alright, 100% buying this game. Absolutely. Wait, they're called the Game Bakers? Hold up, yep. what's yeah. going on here? They're the Game Bakers. Under Lotus Games. Wait, no, is this... No, I think I completely fucked it up. No, I completely fucked that up. Congratulations. They didn't, they, they didn't make Fury. That was just in the second category. So they made two uh. other games. They made Sundered. They, Sundered. Sundered. They made Sundered and Jotun? Yes. I played through Jotun. I really quite like that. Sundered has been on my list for a while. I'm pretty... I'm keen on playing that. Uh, Briar, one of our mates, has also played through it and really likes it. So, again, it's another... I, I'm i pretty keen on that game. So, yes. Sorry for the, the, the fake hyping, but... Yeah, they, 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 they've, they've still got some talent behind them. Honestly... Okay, mm. I enjoyed Fury... A fair amount more than I enjoyed Jotun. That said, I still really enjoyed Jotun. Fun fact about that game: there's a there's a ch- uh, an achievement for beating the final boss without parrying any of his spears. Mm-hmm. I got that because I didn't know you could parry his spears, <laughs> and so I just dodged all of them. Uh, they bec- you became a man by accident. Um, yeah. So I personally had more fun with Fury than Jotun. However, yeah. from what I've seen of Sundered and from playing Jotun, 
I do actually think that from the game that from as much of the game of Spirit Fairies as we've seen, I think I'm actually more excited now because I think that developers past history fits that game better. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, one thing that did annoy Alex though was uh, when we we're watching the stream, a lot of people were telling going you know spamming Z Z Z Z Z in chat and stuff like that. So a lot of people were not happy with his reveal. Other than Alex, okay, yeah, I'm gonna put this right out there, all right? Because it's it's a little it's a little on top of what we were talking about earlier with the with the gacha games and shit. All right, all triple all triple A games. In fact, I think all uh, E3 press conferences had someone launch a gacha game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so one hundred percent. This is the this is the avenue the games industry is taking. Everything's becoming a gacha game, and you know what? Gamers fucking deserve it. One hundred percent. They deserve all their games to become fucking gacha games because when the indie shit comes out and these fucking little shits spam in the chat, skip or Z or F or crap like that instead of just unmitigated hype. The fact that a fucking indie game is coming onto the scene. All right, and breathing fresh life into this oversaturated and stagnant industry. Fuck you. I hope all AAA games become gacha games. I hope every game comes out to be a gacha game. You fucking shitbags. So you have more games to play. Yep. There's more <laughs> games to put on my fucking emulator. Doesn't matter to me. I don't give a shit. But I hope when you get home, you got to pay a hundred fucking dollars just to log in. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what game the the AAA games are like these days. Like you're not far from the truth. Yeah. Fuck you. You deserve it. All right. <laughs> so. After Spirit Spiritfarer, uh, Battletoads. Yeah, we which... got remake, cent- remake City. We're, we're coming it... up to Remake City right. now. I mean, like, Battletoads, it looks like a Battletoads game. It's yeah. definitely a game. That de- definitely was Battletoads. I kind of got the feeling that um, uh, they were banking on or didn't seem to understand that Battletoads was more of a meme rather than it is popular. Because they're like, they're back, you know, Battletoads, you've asked for it. And people are like, yeah. But we weren't really asking for it. We weren't really yeah. asking for it. I mean, like, it was a joke. And then the joke ended and then this came out. <laughs> yeah. Because what so, people uh, don't seem to understand is it takes years but to no, make it games. it doesn't look bad. Definitely doesn't look bad, but definitely not something where I'm, like, fucking wanting to play. It's fine. Mm. It looks nice, though. Yeah. Because I think it looks very hand-drawn, like hand-drawn sprites. With mm. two and a half D combat, it looks pretty, but I'm disinterested in the game personally. Yeah, I was a teenage mutant ninja turtles kid, not Battletoads. I yeah. didn't I, really I, see I, much of either. I played like Battletoads once in my younger life, and I was like, okay, that was it. Like, mm. I'm pretty sure I my we had it on. I think it was the NES. I. Yeah, I think like it's definitely something I played like a long time ago. And I was like, okay, this is cool. That that's about it. I think it was a Super NES. Uh, what do we have in next? We have on the dock. Yeah, it was the SNES. Uh, the Legend of Right. Now, uh, Legend yes. of Right. It is definitely. This looks it's, super fucking interesting. Yeah, it, 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 I kind of think it look. Not only does it look interesting, but it looks super indie yeah this this game looks so indie it's it, especially that style as well it looks yeah, like, like the, that like it's it's the uh drawn to death sort of style mm. where it's like you remember the game drawn to death i remember the game drawn to life 
Is it drawn to life or drawn to death? Or it's drawn to life. If, if the the one on the um uh three uh, not the three DS but the Nintendo DS where you had no, to, like draw- draw- I'm thinking of drawn to death. You think of drawn to death, right? So there's drawn a game called Drawn to Death. There's a game called Drawn to Death. Uh, I'll post a, its image in our chat just so you can like it. It looks it, up, like the legend of right straight up looks like someone made a game like as a child they were making a game on their like school desk with just the shit they had around them yeah well that's the sort of aesthetic they're going for because you can see with like oh the calculator and like it's it's literally like a school book that it's all in like it's all made within a school book uh you see the pencils the erasers mm. Uh, you know, the things that are added onto a piece of paper, straws. It's basically meant to be like a class aesthetic, you know, arts and craft thing. Yeah, instead of doing this shit, instead of doing your work in the classroom, you're designing your future game. I am unsure what the game is about, though. I'm 100% yeah, do not understand what's going on. I am very unclear about what that game is about. Like, because the game is, is called RPG Time, uh, The Legend of Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's just like a generic role-playing game with its aesthetic and style carrying it through all of it. Because it, well, it's, it's, it's kind of adorable that it looks like it's done by a kid, but at the same mm. time, I still don't understand what the game's about. Yeah, It's, it's hard to know what, what it's about. And I definitely appreciate the style they've gone for and that they've tried it out, but it, I don't know. It personally just doesn't click with me. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm I'm not interested in, in it myself. Oh, that's right. Fucking Lord of the Rings. That was another announcement that they had. Oh, the shit. Lord of the Rings card game, which is east it is a hundred percent a reskin of Hearthstone. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Down to the animations. There is not a fucking individual for individual or creative thought between anyone's minds at that at as mode digital like it's it's just 100% hearthstone which is mm-hmm. retarded but uh, you know live your dream yeah i guess uh what's next on the docket the xbox so xbox are now bringing their game pass to, to PC. The pc yeah uh it's not going to be xbox games on the pc it's just going to be pc games uh on the x on the uh PC. it's it's called a microsoft pc pass yeah so they'll be bringing this, like, trying to bring as many games as they can over to the PC um, from the Xbox. Like, obviously, uh, Gears 5. Pretty sure Gears 4 and Halo... Ma- I know Gears, re- the first game remastered, is on PC. Halo Master Chief Collection is obviously coming to PC. All that's going to be on the PC Game Pass. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, Microsoft brings to the PC Game Pass. Be, I'll definitely... Because I was thinking about getting the Game Pass when like on my xbox but when i had a look at it the only games i was actually interested in playing are games i already physically owned on the xbox like in a a copy of it so i didn't bother with the game pass because like another subscription but it is fairly cheap like ten dollars a month for like access to over 100 games that's not a bad deal at all i'll probably keep my eye on it and if like there's a there's a one or two games that i'm interested in then i might pick it up specifically because like the point of these game passes is sort of um to negate that um because games are expensive games are 70 like in australia we're paying like a hundred dollars for a new release 
and we I can't afford that shit all the time. Hell, I mean, like, I can barely afford the Doom Eternal Collector's Edition that I'm going to have to buy because I want that fucking helmet unless I can find, like, someone who can make me a helmet that would fit that's, like, of high quality. But at the same time, I'm not too sure if that... I'm getting off topic. But, mm, like, the games are expensive, so it negates the whole risk factor of investing a lot of money into a game. Where, like, with the Xbox and um, PC Game Pass, they're putting brand new games on that. So you don't have to spend, like, se- like upwards of $80 to play a new game. All you have to do is spend $10 a month. And that game, like, if you play and beat that game, that game, like, that pass has paid for itself, like, 10 times over. So that's the main... I'm not too sure how the... Uh, uh, monetization with those games. I don't not sure how they get paid because as I said there's hundreds of games on that pass for ten dollars a month. Like I'm not sure how the uh, money is split up, but that's not my concern. I just want cheap games. Uh, so that they reveal the uh, PC Game Pass. Uh, they bring in out a new flight simulator game mm. rendered in 4K real time. To which uh, the jokes will not be said here, but jokes had been had when we were watching this. <laughs> a lot of jokes had been had. Uh, a lot of laughs were had, but overall it looks pretty. Um, I could probably see myself playing this game because I'm like, for well, some, like I'm into like w- Euro Would Trump you simulator. count them as jokes or... Yes, genuine. We will, we will count them. We 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 have not counted them anything else but jokes for the, the, the edgiest taste, for for the good taste of our listeners. So <laughs> the edgiest of jokes. Yes. So, uh, flight simulator game looks fine. Definitely looks pretty. Might have a look at it if it comes to PC. Mm. Uh, definitely not going to spend full price on it, but it's something I might have a look into. Yeah, uh, psychonauts. Yeah. Uh no, nothing. I was just pretty much boiling down that that down to for me is it looks in it looks pretty, but I'm not interested. So yeah. Uh, so Double Fine Productions came out and said, "Hey, we've been bought by Microsoft. Here's Psychonauts two, and yeah, Psychonauts one was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Psychonauts two, it it, it looks a lot like Psychonauts one." So I guess that's not a bad thing in the vein of things. It's not the it, like it, it could be improved. It just looks exactly like Psychonauts one, and since I I did enjoy Psychonauts one a little bit, I can't see that being a bad thing. But who knows? People might be clamoring at the masses to get a new Psychonauts game, but different. Who knows? Mm, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Another one. That we quickly kind of skipped over. Uh, the Age of Empires 2 remake, I am actually pretty oh, keen for. The Definitive Edition. I did quite like so... Age of Empires. I didn't play much of it, but I think Age of Empires 2 was my favourite from a uh, thematic standpoint. Well, it's definitely the game of our childhoods, but now I want to double-check this because I think I have two versions of Age of Empires on my Steam. Uh, Age of Empires. I've got the HD edition. Now, I am not sure 
what the difference is between Age of Empires Definitive Edition and HD Edition, because... Neither does Microsoft. They don't give a shit, all right? So People I'm still play Age sure... of Empires. Yeah, oh, well, fucking okay. remake the game and release it again. Okay, Money. so the game is... The Definitive Edition is... The game is now in 4K, mm-hmm. not 1080p. Yep. Uh, the audio has been remastered, and it comes with all the expansion packs plus the new ones they've recently released. So... You know the the fucking expansion pack they released like twenty years after Age of Empires two. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. they did that. Yeah, it come, it's basically bundled with all that as well. Yeah, and they also are making a new campaign for the Definitive Edition as well. So, giving having a look at that, depending on its price, I might grab it, and then I'll have like free versions of Age of Empires two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Age of Empires two was definitely fun. When I played it back, like back when I was young, uh, I've got like twelve hours in Age of Us Two HD Edition. So I've been playing it with friends, and that's been kind of fun. But yeah, like Definitive Edition, depending on its price, I might pick it up or see how the reviews go and see if it's worth uh, the investment because uh, Age of Empires HD Edition is mod friendly. So there could just be remastered audio that people like modders have worked on and like graphical updates that modders have worked on that can completely negate the existence of the definitive edition but we'll see we'll see how it goes uh but yes next on the locker is dragon ball z kakarot now this looks well, dragon ball very project fi- z so, yeah, well the official name is dragon ball z kakarot and that's the name they came up with. Oh, well, that's the name everyone's calling it from what I look like. It basically looks like Z- uh, uh, what I would think Xenoblade 3 would be. Is it Xenoblades? Z- Xenoverse. 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 Yeah. So, uh, Xenoblades, what the fuck was I thinking? It looks like what Xeno- Xenoverse 3 would be, just without the Xenoverse title. Uh, I'm not too sure how many times... We've gone over the whole uh, Goku versus Vegeta and Nappa. Um, Every fucking Dragon Ball game. It's yeah, I was about to say, we've damn. been over that so many times. Fucking Kaioken times four. That that said, they really have two options. They can mm. either go through and properly animate and do other like stories uh, and arcs from the anime and mm-hmm. run on the nostalgia and the bit that people like or they could it, try and write a whole new story from, from experience it, it is... trying to do that has failed the last couple of times like even dragon ball fighter z which people say like, like competitively visu- visually it is absolutely the best looking dragon ball game yeah, it's, it's and it's played competitively in like Combo Breaker with you know Skullgirls and Mortal Kombat 11 and all that. There was still tournaments going on this year. I mean, it is only a year old, but you get my point. Yeah. Um, and the campaign fucking sucks. With the exception, with the, the exception, you know, you know what people mainly mainly have been saying. The campaign is what? awful, but you know what the good parts are? 
What? It's all the dialogue between the characters that are referencing shit that happened in past episodes. <laughs> Again, so as long it's as we're talking about the old stuff, what people love, and everyone likes Android Twenty One, but she was designed for that purpose. So, hey man, she isn't even ten years old. That's also the interesting thing. Like when they revealed uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, it was with the original Japanese audio. It's not dubbed. Ah, uh, that's because of a external conflict. Oh yes. Yes. I remember now with um, yeah. what's his face. Yeah, the whole Vic Mignana thing and Funimation taking a side. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, probably yeah. best that they just themselves oh, with, oh, with right. that. So they're just like, we're yeah. gonna just do the Japanese voices and maybe dub over it later once this shit's sorted out. <laughs> once yeah, that well, shit's fucking dusted with. I, fucking who who's animating Dragon Ball? Was it TV Tokyo? No, it wasn't TV Tokyo. It wasn't TV Kyoto either. I think it was Toei Animation. Uh, they're the last last I heard about them is they were very very upset with Funimation yeah. and the way yeah, it's been behaving. Yeah, because of the whole kerfuffle. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's that's to be expected because yeah. it's the entire shit show of the. Soul yeah, the system. last the last time Westerners fucking um interjected their politics into anime, uh, someone I can't remember the studio threatened to pull their entire library from Crunchyroll. I'd do it. I'd do it yeah. in a heartbeat. Fuck that shit. Yeah, they threatened yeah. to pull their entire library from Crunchyroll and offer it to someone else. So I'll be interested to see how Dragon Ball Z Kakarot goes because, as I said, it looks like a Xenoverse 3, but it's... The thing with Xenoverse is, hey, look, you're this sort of time soldier. You can interject in all these important events. Et cetera, et cetera. So that's how they excuse your character into the system. Yeah. Where this one looks like, you know, you're playing as main character... Goku through his mm-hmm. you know stages. So that looks interesting. Next we have twelve minutes. Twelve minutes has a that's, that's interesting. De- it, it definitely interesting. I'm not too sure like all we got was just the sort of concept. This guy's been living through uh the same events over and over again. Uh I'm guessing twelve minutes is all you have. Yeah, but someone's out to kill you. Outcome. Someone's out to kill your girlfriend, wife, friend, someone's out to kill that group of people, mm. and I'm guessing your significant other. Your groundhogging it day to yeah. It might it might not it might be your sister, but uh yeah, no because because the trailer says like did you kill your father? Might not, be your did you kill in Alabama? But uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you could, uh, could be your sister in South Carolina. But yeah, so that's definitely looks interesting. I'll keep my eyes on that. Next we have. What I've labelled the most redundant Gears of War tr- 5 trailer ever conceived. The most pointless trailer ever conceived. I don't think there's a trailer any more fucking pointless like, than the Gears of War 5 trailer. trailer. Holy shit. Like, me, me and Alex was in his trailer. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Because all it is is the main character staring to the camera with Billie Eilish playing in the background. And faces are sort of screaming their way out of her face. But it tells us it. nothing. It shows us nothing. It demonstrates nothing. You might as well have just flashed a big fucking logo saying Gears of War 5. That's it. That's all we got. There was yeah. no need for that trailer to happen. Like, literally, it's it shows nothing about the game. It shows nothing about the character. It shows nothing about, like, what the story is. It's just, 
I I feel like they needed to do something kind of edgy to fit the Billie Eilish song. Yeah, they they needed to quickly throw some edgy shit together to just I have the make feeling, it happen. I have the feeling someone over in Gears of War Gears of War Five. No, it's not even Gears of War Five anymore. It's Gears Five, I think. Yeah, it is. I think they completely changed the name. Yeah, they called it. It's no longer Gears. They dropped the of War. It's just Gears Five now. Fucking. You can't be Gears 5. You can't change the fucking title. All right, so it's Gears of War 1, 2, and 3, and then it's Shit Fit, Dick Tit 4 and 5 for, yeah. all, the, for all the good they've actually done. So that's that's a thing, I guess. Gears 5. Uh, next up, we have the DLC Wait. that no one... No, up- hang on, hang on. What? You've, you've skipped something there. What do I skip? A second part to the Gears of War. Yeah, that comes afterwards, doesn't oh, it? Oh, that come? No, no, that, no, no, that came. That, that came. That, that, that came like a afterwards. fucking beat one two. All right, you you fall you fall down the steps. You fall down the whole flight of stairs. You don't it just stumble the one. Ge- Gears five. Oh wait, escape. I skipped. I skipped a little bit, didn't I? Oh, yeah. So yeah, the Gears five escape, which literally the guy was just so dis. The guy presenting it was just so disappointed that no one gave a fuck. Yeah, no the trailer was super fuck. boring as well. Fucking two dudes back to back shooting their guns with a little bit of shaky cam. It all it is is what am I fucking twelve? Horde mode with objectives. Yeah, fuck and he's that. Trying to se- he's trying to sell objectives. it as if it's the next hottest shit. Like no, like no one was happy to fucking see that. No, no one, one clapped. Cared. No one applauded. But that's not what I'm getting at. Okay. That's not what I was getting at. What I was getting at was a game that is coming exclusively to the land down under. Purely because the people that partnered with it oh! only make profit in the land down under. That's right. The fucking Gears of War gotcha. <laughs> That's right. Gears pop. Gears of War pop vinyl gotcha. That is... So, like, it's soft... <laughs> Gears of War... Gears... Not Gears. I keep saying Gears of War... Gears Pop, uh, Gears Pop is Gears of, the Gears of War collaboration with the Pop Vinyl people. It's been soft launched in Australia. Uh, no one <laughs> gives a flying fuck about it. <laughs> the like, whole Gears presentation this year was is, so fucking pointless. It is literally just oh god, Pop Vinyl gotcha with Gears of War. Like I regret um, actually going back when uh what was it the Blair Witch game because I was super fucking bored for that game like halfway through I left and made myself a coffee I came back and it was like oh so it's the Blair Witch game whatever I wish I had actually stayed and watched that full trailer and left during the Gears presentation and make myself a coffee and make a cheese toasty yeah but if you left during the Gears presentation you wouldn't come back (laughs) (laughs) so if I can quickly say something about that yep I have never played a Gears of War game before come over to my place you can play some the first three games are great. Play I've got the first but three games. That Don't said, worry. Gears Five Escape, I can see myself enjoying because <sighs> I no, this of course this will depend how it plays, but it looks like from a gameplay perspective it could be similar to Doom, like the 2016 Doom. I, I'm uh, telling you right now for a fact, it's not. It's not. It's not. One hundred percent. It's not because Gears of War is a third-person cover-based uh, action shooter. And guess what? You're fighting. Look, I I agree. 
You're what, fighting from, from what I've seen locusts and robots. From what I've seen of Gears, yes, it's a, the third person cover base you were talking about. However, mm. I doubt. Okay, the escape mode trailer or the escape DLC mm. trailer that they showed. Mm-hmm. I don't think that works in any scenario if they run it as a cover-based shooter. Well, that's, that's the problem. Why they are a, they so, they popularized Gears popularized the cover-based cover based shooter. Yeah, Gear, Gears really popularized cover-based. Yeah. You know, chest-high wall, like, hide behind. Obviously, shooters. obviously there was cover-based shooters beforehand, but Gears mm-hmm. of War was where it popped off. Everyone wanted to be like Gears of War. Because of how heavy and how clunky and how slow it was. It actually felt like you were like big dude in big armor just yeah. fucking running around. It didn't feel like Warhammer 40k Space Marine. Where you looked like a big dude in big armor, but that armor felt like styrofoam. To be fair... Alright. I've done a... I've been involved in, you know, reading, playing and doing shit with the Warhammer Fantasy and 40k universes for a mm-hmm. while. I've got, like, I think six or seven books, like, actual novels from the universe about know, a meter to my left. Right? Shit. Anyway. Because um... yeah. <laughs> your drum kit's to your left, your books are to your right. I know your room better than you do. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, that just kinky. I know you're better than you do. But he's been here like once and he's never coming back because my dog gave him asthma. No, your dog. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> coming back. I'm, com- I'm coming back. I-, I will come back. I'll just bring like a fucking gas mask Inhaler. or something. <laughs> Inhaler, gas mask. I don't give a shit. I'm coming back. I love those dogs. But yes, yeah, so. Um- hey, okay. If I can see myself enjoying it, if it plays as a more aggressive style of shooter, and uh, as as people who have played Gears, it's kind of hard to be an aggressive, like in the Gears mechanics, being aggressive is probably what's not about. It's all yeah. about taking cover, taking positions, getting the advantage slowly. As, as cool really as it is, running up to fuckers and just chainsawing them in half, that's a very good way to get yourself killed. Yeah. Like, mm. you only chainsaw them if you get the drop on them. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you engage in a chain-on-chain chain battle. Yeah. Or, or my personal favourite from Gears 3, the fucking bayonet charge. Oh, yeah. The roadie, oh, no, the roadie run bayonet charge. Yeah, because people in because in the beta for the Gears Three, people weren't used to that fucking bayonet charge, so they thought mm. you were just fucking roadie running just across the room <laughs> until you just went right at them and just bayonet charged the shit right. out of them. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh wait, shit, no, <laughs> not fine no more. And you'd be hoisted yes. up in the air by Marcus fucking Phoenix. Enough, enough of what Gears used to be. Yeah, it's we're now talking now, about what yeah. Gears is, and what Gears uh, is is a fucking disappointment. All uh, right, so... Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2. We missed the DLC that no one asked for. Dying Light 2. I have the video with the timestamps up right now. God damn it. Dying Light 2. After Gears of War 5, there was the Xbox Elite 2 controller. Okay, so yeah, Dying Light 2. Dying Light 2. Okay, looks good. Looks very good. 
Dying, the first Dying Light is it. a game that, similar to another game that'll come up in a bit, Dying mm. Light is a game that I don't really like the zombie genre that much, but Dying Light looks fun enough that yes, I'll enjoy Dying playing Light... it regardless. Yeah, Dying Light is one of those games where, like, I've, I, I love zombies, but then I got really, like, there's only so much I can take. Dying Light was one of those games that was surprisingly really good. Like, it was made by the people who did Dead Island, because they didn't get the rights to make Dead Island 2, so they just made their own game, which was Dying Light. And they did a bang-up job doing it, too. It was a really good game. Mm. So Dying Light 2, I am very interested in. That being said, the trailer that they showed at the Xbox conference... I think is not as good as the one they showed at, I think it was the Square Enix conference, but they showed a Dying Light uh, trailer with the song uh, I'm Alive, Help I'm Alive by Metric, and it just fits. It just provides like a decent theme, you know, a strong message showing nothing but gameplay. It's just really good, and that's what got me really hyped for Dying Light 2. That being said, I won't buy it on release. I'll wait to see reviews because it's one of those games where I can see them fucking up, like sort of being too big for their bridges. You know what I'm probably going to do? What's that? I'm going to buy the first one on the sale that comes out when the second one's released. <laughs> oh, that will happen, yes. Yeah. That's that's what always happened. I got the first two Witcher games for a total of four bucks because I bought them about... A week after The Witcher 3 came out. Jesus. Or maybe right, it was, so that was a week after Blood mm. and Wine. Regardless, same idea. <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, Dying Light 2. Now we can go on to the DLC that no one asked for yep. for State of Decay. Holy shit, what were they thinking? What was what were they thinking of State of Decay? Like, that game's been dead for a long time. No amount of DLC is ever going to bring it back. In fact, I'm pretty sure the audience's reaction to it is quite telling of the condition of the game. The honest reaction of what? The, the entire am, chat is just I am what the fuck spamming F. Everyone in the is chat. spamming F in the chat when no. Dying Light 2 was being played. It, it is, it's hard to care about something. When you've given us an expansion to a game, I don't even remember. Like, Dying Light 2 was meant to be the chosen one. It was. It looks so good, and it is just poorly undelivered. Like, I want to see... Talk amongst yourselves while I look up the review for this. What was it, Dying Light? I was talking State of Decay. Yeah, State of Decay. State of Decay was the zombie game fucking... That was that promised the world and delivered a shit platter. It, it's... I it's wouldn't say showed shit nothing. platter? It, it didn't do anything new. It really didn't do anything new. And looking at the trailer, holy shit, this game looks plastic as yeah, fuck. Yeah, it got average. It got five out of ten, seventy-four percent, sixty-six percent. Oh shit! You like, know, this, this game just looks like Fortnite not, fucking zombies. It's not bad, but it's painfully average, yeah. and that's I think the worst. Yeah. A game, a game with really high scores is great. A game with really low scores is so bad it's good. A game in the middle doesn't achieve either. It's yeah. just there. It's forgotten by the wayside. It's pretty much air. It's there, yeah. but you don't really think of it. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's kind of okay to. Well, I guess that's that's telling enough. Is that the only reason 
anyone's even reacting to the state of decay to heartland is because they're surprised it even exists they're not yeah it's like they're not saying oh this looks good or this looks bad they're just surprised they even did it in the first place which is arguably worse than a negative reception yeah it's just complete ambivalence that's why I've titled it the DLC no one asked for. For the game that no one cared about. No one asked for yeah. unless people cared. Yeah. Yeah, but no one cared. No one cared <laughs> no one asked. They just delivered. You guys want more State of Decay 2? Uh, you've got it. Like, <laughs> Do you uh, guys want more State of Decay 2? Uh, not really. Well, you've got it. We said no. You've got it. <laughs> you've got You've got it. We don't want it. Who's you've, ready you've for been, State of Decay 2 DLC? State of what? I so yeah, State of Decay, State of Decay Two. Now anyway. this one is the surprising one. Fantasy Star Two Online. As soon as I saw this, I knew what it was, and I was fucking hyped for it. All right, straight up. All right, this is two two things. One, mm. it looks like it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. No, no, uh, it's no, not, it is not. Right at the end, it says. Um... And right at the start, it says cross-play enabled. Yeah, crossplay enabled. Oh, okay, yeah. So, all right, so that enabled, makes sense. But at the end, it does actually say Xbox and Windows PC. Yeah. All right. Secondly, mm. uh, it's only getting its release in the West. Yes, because it has been out in Japan for I think the past yes, five to six the years. The West does not include Europe. Yeah, suck shit, Euro boys. Europe is not getting this game. <laughs> That's that's the big thing. Like when I saw it, it was like coming out in the West, I went, okay. Like what about Japan? Oh wait, Japan's had this for ages. All right, yeah. what about Europe? What about Japan's Europe? had this for ages? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, okay, I guess I guess fuck Europe then. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, Fantasy yeah, no. Star Two. So fucking pumped for Fantasy Star Online like, Two. I, there was I an have... anime about Fantasy Star Online Two, and it was about someone getting into Fantasy Star Online. Like, I haven't played a single Fantasy Star game, but this game is like this trailer just looks like music to my ears. It looks like something I'll get right up the middle of. Oh, you will. Yeah, it's an I, MMORPG. I have to so say, get I ready reckon, to throw I your life away. I could enjoy it. I reckon I could enjoy it, but I don't See, know. This is the thing. This is the thing. Fancy Star Two Online. It only says Xbox and PC, so I'm guessing it's only coming to Xbox and PC, not PlayStation. Yeah, or no, it won't be coming to the no. others. It won't be coming to the others because Sony doesn't like crossplay. Well, no, it's because fucking Microsoft are the one throwing mad stacks of fat cash at them. Yeah, it's like, hey, well, actually, eat all this cash as long as you eat here. See, so in the past, basically, in the past. Crossplay yeah. has always tended to be declined by whatever of the consoles was, was, winning. was winning because it would mm. negatively affect them. The thing is, now that Microsoft have gone, well, we're Microsoft PC and we own Xbox, we can crossplay between the two platforms we own. And yeah. so Sony's kind of forced to join in on yeah, those games like, and so, even Sony's... on other games for. Because there are quite a few games I've seen xbox exclusive that you can play on pc mm. now you could oh, you shit. could argue that this is actually negative for the xbox console sales but i yeah. but they're, but they're not the worried side, about cons- xbox on one console side, sales they're right getting now. more game sales over the two platforms 
no, no, rather it's, than it's just limiting just it to one or getting it on all and losing some to PlayStation. It's it's more of like they're trying to get as many sales as they can Across while the keeping it exclusive. Yeah. Because they don't care about selling Xbox One right now because they got the Xbox Scarlet coming out soon. Yeah. They got the Project Scarlet for the Xbox, which and is that's Xbox's when they'll new, start. New that's when they'll start hammering down on those exclusives, like yeah. only on Xbox Scarlet. Yeah, like not on PC no more. But right but now, they're just fa- opening Fantasy up their market. Fantasy Star Online Two stuff. has been out for fucking years, like longer than I ex- uh, longer than I suspected, because the anime for Fantasy Star Online Two came out back in two thousand and twelve. And I think they said, like, Fantasy Star Online 2 had been out for, like, already, like, one or two years prior to that. Ooh. And we are just getting Fantasy Star Online Ooh, 2 now. do you want to know when Fantasy Star 2 released? When? Tell me. July 4th, 2012. Yes, yeah, so seven yeah. years ago. No, wait, no, that's... Is that the game is, or the anime? That is Fantasy Star 2 Online, the video game. The video game, yeah. July 4th, 2012. That's when the that's when the video game launched. Seven I'm trying to find when the fucking anime launched. The interesting part is mm-hmm. it is available on the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, Vita, Android, Microsoft, and Xbox One in Japan. Yeah. But it's only going to be available on PC and, PC and Xbox in the West. Over, yeah, in the West. So that We're is a little quite... Behind. That is quite weird, I would say. Like, obviously, they're fighting for the exclusivity of the um, translation. Mm-hmm. Because as a PlayStation 4 and Switch already have Fantasy Star 2 online, but not translated at all. But would that... I have... I There has to be someone out there that has a fan... Like, a translated patch. Their own translated patch. So, like, if you had a modified PlayStation 4, well, I've got, I've got a modified Vita, I could probably play a English-translated version of Fantasy Star 2 Online. That is all assumptions, though, because I haven't actually looked into it. But it, it looks like something... Like, I've been looking to get into Final Fantasy 14. Looks like I'm going to be getting into Final Fantasy 14 and Fantasy Star Online 2. Yep. Because this looks really good. Like, even though it's just, like, a cinematic trailer, um, I've had a look at some of the gameplay stuff, and it looks really nice. It's really fun. right up your alley. So, yeah, it's there's right definitely that. Well. Uh, next game we have is Crossfire X. Uh, generic as fuck military shooter. Yeah, they're yeah, gonna, they're gonna have to bring so something boring. unique to the table. Otherwise, it's just gonna fall off the radar. Like, I yeah. when I looked at the trailer, it's literally just like, oh, we're military men and explosions, gunfire, cool. That's it. Like, yeah. what is the game about? Why should I care? It's just another generic military shooter by the first impression I get. See, I was... When they did that first sh- uh, that shot of the missile coming in and going into the yeah. mirror, right? Or uh, the window. Yeah, into, glass. The, into the glass, oh. yeah. Mm. I... At that moment, I had two thoughts. Is that either it's just a cinematic shot, and this is going to be a boring-ass military shooter, or they could be doing a play on the term crossfire, you know, the two different angles, and actually be working with some kind of mirror dimension shooter, and if they'd done something like that, that would have been fucking amazing. You're putting a little bit too much faith. No, I was saying they were the two possibilities I saw when they pulled that mirror shadow. 
unfortunately, they went with the just cinematic effect, which, as I said, if it's if it's just going to be a military shooter, I really just feel like it's going to fall aside. Because, like, the trailer, it... Just look at the trailer. There's this one scene where, like, oh, the missile comes into the building, and then he slams his fist on the table and then cuts. And, like, okay, what was that? That's and a cinematic. Never goes anywhere. Doesn't go anywhere. And it's first, so it gets exclusivity to the Xbox One when it comes out. So, fucking no big loss. We get to find yeah. out what it fuck it is. Yeah, other people can buy it. Other people can play it. Other people can be disappointed by it. Uh, one thing that I am interested in buying and hopefully not being disappointed in, Tales of Arise. I'm watching that right now. I'm having fun with it. Let's go. Another Tales game. Or as known as the only Tales game with a non-made-up word in the title. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah, right. (laughs) I heard that today and I was like, Uh, you know what? You're You're not not wrong. wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, it does does look pretty cool. Uh, It's it's another game I just want to see some more gameplay of. It looks like it could be cool, but... I, when, it was, enough, when it first came out in like games that are coming out that it doesn't stand out to me mm. when, when it first um when it first came out like that initial uh pan of the city that they did i straight up thought it was grand blue fantasy hmm. see this is one aspect in the trailer which reminds me so much of an anime i watched i cannot remember the name of the anime all i remember is like these kids uh, sort of destined to fight these machines or something, whatever they are. And literally, they're partnered with, like, a girl in which they draw their massive weapon out from the girl's chest. Okay, and they a, do- a number of animes <laughs> come to mind. But I, 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 what I, I think... What I know you're not talking about is Soul Eater. But what I think you're talking about... um, Shit, now I've drawn a fucking blank on it. I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's just the one guy who can do that and draw, and he can turn people into weapons with the with the power of their soul or some bullshit like that. But I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it is it is an anime. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just can't remember oh. what the fuck it is for the life of me. I'm trying to remember. I'll 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 definitely find out what the anime is, but when we have the time, when we have the time. But, but it's it's. Like it, the trailer looks cinematically pleasing. Because mm. come on, um, we got like another four uh, press releases to get through, and we've, we've we've got more than that. But we'll we'll do some yeah. like rapid fire ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is rapid fire. The next one, uh, PC game? No, Bethesda. Anyway. Yeah, next one's Bethesda. Let's rapid fire that one. Oh, but by yeah. the way, uh, Elder Ring, the George R. R. Martin game that With he's been a, yeah. It's uh, FromSoft that George R. R. Martin has been consulting with. Um, so that's obviously interesting. Not much was revealed. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, you forgot keep one. Keep an eye on it. Very much. Elder, Elder Ring is very much for me a... You forgot I'm one. really keen, but I need to see more because I don't know anything about it still. So just kind of holding, holding my hopes off for that one. Yeah. Okay. Super keen for you know anything from soft but that's pretty great also we forgot one what was that borderlands borderlands 3, three. yeah i skipped over that because it's not really a reveal because yeah we already know it was coming out that said yeah. i hadn't seen the trailer before 
uh, the one they showed here. I hadn't seen any other Borderlands 3 stuff. What I do have to say is this is the first Borderlands game that I've watched the trailer or I've seen some stuff about it and active, actually actively gone, I'm interested in playing multiple of these characters. Okay. Because in the first That's couple, the first. when I saw Border- the first Borderlands, I went straight to Mordecai. And then yep. I ended up I ended up shifting and enjoying playing Lilith. But the mm-hmm. other two characters just don't interest me at all. And Mordecai is my favorite of the two. Well, no, Lil- Lilith's my favorite of the two. But that's because she turns invisible and plays like the hunter assassin that I was going to play Mordecai as. <laughs> yeah, that... But regardless, yeah. I'm, I'm completely disinterested in half the cast. Mm. Same, with Borderlands, right. same with Borderlands 2. I'm... Not really. You that, immediately went to zero. I don't zero really care and, about. Yeah. Um, I don't really care about Roland, um, Mayor. Actually, no. Zero was the only character in the base Borderlands two that I actually wanted to play. Like I didn't yeah, that's what care I said. about. You immediately went yeah, to zero, and I then just... didn't care about the other three. And yeah. even with the and with the expansions, I liked Gage and I didn't like Krieg. So that's like two out of six characters. Hey, I like to have the pre sequel again. I think two out of yeah, that was Gage. The pre sequel again. I think two out of six characters I was interested in. There was the the cowboy gunslinger, and I think the I think the handsome Jack. No, the Baroness. The last one was the Baroness, but I only liked her because all her abilities were all towards sniping and repeated accuracy, which is the playstyle I like. But I didn't like the character so much. Whether this one, I saw went Mozzie, the gunner, the one that goes into the tank. I'm like, yeah, that looks fucking sick. And then they did the Houndmaster, and I went, actually, that looks awesome too. And then they showed They're the third, the operative, and I went, actually, I'd be keen on playing any of these characters. Yeah, they're bringing new gameplay stuff rather than what Borderlands 2 did to Borderlands 1, which is just pretty much the same characters with a little bit different, other than Zero. Well, no, hmm. I'd, I'd just say... Look, they they were different, um, and even even the siren, the, like the new siren in this one, looks cool. I mean, I'm not personally interested, but even so, like I've said, being interested in three quarters of the cast when I've been interested in like a third, a maybe quarter two, yeah. for the last three games in the series. Mm. That's that's got me really keen. Mm. Ah, uh, so. While you were talking about that, I found out what anime it was. Mm-hmm. Guilty Crown. That's it. That's the one. Yeah, 100%. It's on my so list yeah, to watch. Crown. Can I uh, also talk about how amusing it is that the uh, head of the Xbox Game sh- Game Studio is called Matt Booty? Like Xbox Game Studio? I thought it was... Oh, the I'm head of the head Xbox, of Xbox Game Studio is called Matt Booty. Matt That's Booty. That's his name. Yeah, we had a, when we Booty. saw his name, we had a chuckle about it. <laughs> so, yes... Uh, uh, new console, new Xbox console, um, the Project Scarlet, which I'm guessing they're going to go on the project now because you had Scorpio before Nick. I just want to bring something up about Elder Ring, actually. It, it wasn't in the... Um, uh, it, it didn't appear the in the trailer? Xbox trailer. It didn't appear mm-hmm. in the Xbox trailer. But it, who else? Uh, was it the PC gaming showcase that also showed off Elder Ring? Not that I know of, no. Not that, no, no, because I know someone definitely showed off... Um, at the at the uh, at E3, uh, yeah, Elder Ring. 
Sony wasn't at E3. <laughs> yeah, um, so someone remember. immediately showed off, like, at, at the Elder Ring one. They said a game developed by Hidetaka Miyazaki. Yeah. Mm. And the entire chat just filled with, like, fucking question marks and who and then weep shit. <laughs> like straight up straight no I'm, I'm going to impose this law i'm going to impose this law and it should be it should be adopted by every university that runs a game course if you don't know who hidetaka miyazaki is you should be kicked out of the course 100 it, it also depends on what you're doing like you're not gonna be fucking being taught about uh, miyazaki you should you should if you're working on if you're working on code to make water blue no like, like 100 fucking percent if you don't know who the, and I'm going to give you the answer right now so any of you little shits listening can actually go ahead and make yourself sound smart for once. If you don't know <laughs> who right, the creator of Dark Souls... In, you're endearing yourself to our audience. You're, you're yeah, I, if though. you don't know who the creator of Dark Souls is and you're doing a games course, maybe you should request a course transfer. Mate, what if they... Motherfucker, make games? you haven't got through Sen's Fortress. I don't, but I yeah, but know who Hidetaka Miyazaki is. I know who Hidetaka Miyazaki is. And that's what he's not debating you play I'm, Dark yeah, Souls 1. I'm not 1. saying you have he's to play Dark Souls 1. He's debating you need to know who the fuck this person is. You need to know the sort of... You need to know who the person is who created a genre-defining masterpiece. You know what? I'm going to make a stand played. here too. If you don't know who Marge Simpson is, then you can get the <laughs> fuck out, all right? Because Marge Simpson is an essential piece to modern society. She is a sex symbol. If you don't know who Marge Simpson is, you get the All right, fuck let's out. just cut that there is and go to the next mother. one. <laughs> All right, so the next one, uh, obviously, Halo Project Scarlet. No, we haven't finished Project Scarlet. It's, what it's the fuck can you say one. about Project right, Scarlet? You want, uh, one thing to say about Project Scarlet is the, the, the fact it's like, man, we're reaching FPSs that people haven't even seen before. I don't know, man. I hit 240 on Haven't Rainbow even Six Siege. seen before. And motherfuckers are running 240 hertz monitors, but you haven't seen these FPSs. That's the only mm. thing I'm going to say. They're fucking idiots. And then Halo Infinite. We still know nothing about it. Uh, actually, we do. We do know something about it. Uh, what? Master Chief has a problem with the servos in his hand. That is true. Yep. He fucking... We know one thing yeah. about it. He's getting a bit rusty. <laughs> so yes, we do know something. Master Chief, not really good in the hand servo department. Yeah, no, but other than that, he's missing Cortana, so the game's going to be about him uh, either trying yeah, to bring Cortana back... Yeah, but he's missing Cortana back, because Cortana went, became a fucking megalomaniac. Wait, can they just move on with this Cortana bullshit? Like, I'm they really can't. fucking done they're, with it. They're pretty much lovers without fucking... Or kissing. God, I fucking hate it. Just get over Look, it. I again, I haven't played Halo, at, but like, I've I seen a little the bit of the lore. lore. And but from what I've seen, all right, no, <laughs> I think that if they're mm. not going to keep doing it because of, from what I've seen, Master Chief does have a bit of a re- extremely deep emotional connection to cortana they need to make so they and they might actually do it with halo infinite is that they may actually make the story of that game being him getting over getting over it or accepting what happened (laughs) like yeah in a way yes because like, I know Master Chief gets over his breakup, man. But yeah. I actually you just, think you just that's have how the they USNC. need to run it. Like, like you said, Alex, if they are 
if you do want them to get over that hump, they do actually probably need to spend a game doing it. Yeah, there's got the USMC just, like the just first no, no, fucking three the, to four missions just getting over the, it, o- the opening because... it would the opening would just be the USMC just like crowding around Master Chief like man there's plenty more fish in the sea there's plenty more AIs in the chips out there she's not she, you may have loved her she may have broke your heart but don't worry we'll help you and you see them out in the fucking town having a bender <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> and then like fucking Master Chief is like blind drunk crying on the floor Cortana <laughs> man we really broke him space really broken <laughs> anyway so that's that's the Microsoft uh, conference done so now we move on to the shorter ones where we have Bethesda up next um, Elder so, Scrolls Blades now on Switch. El- yeah, Elder Scrolls Blades now on Switch. Once again, who fucking wanted Blades on Switch? Uh, you- no one. All right, moving no on. One. Fallout yep, 76 no- human NPCs in another yeah. fucking battle royale mode. You'd be excited over the thing you should have had. You should yeah. have had human NPCs. You'd be excited they're here now. You'd be fucking lucky. Look, well, you fucking Todd order. Howard comes out on stage. Yeah, Todd going- Howard comes out. No, Todd Howard comes out on stage, mate. Man, you guys have been so supportive. Millions of you still supporting us. No, I, sorry, this, Todd. It, who? Fallout seventy six is your all time low. Not to mention he came out like last week saying, "Hey, Todd, hey, buddy, my guy." Like, I know that's all cool and all with us supporting you, but maybe next time, maybe you don't want to break Australian consumer law. Maybe it's, it's not just that, but it's like it comes oh, no, out a like, week. He no, broke no. Australian. Yeah, I know, I know he did, but he came out last week saying, "Hey, Fallout seventy six was never meant to be a high Metacritic game, but it's not about it's not about what the game comes out as; it's what it becomes." Uh, you tell I'm that like, to no. Bioware. No, you don't. No, it's it's like games. I when I buy a game, I want it to work when I play it. I don't want to buy a game with the idea that I can play it fully <laughs> someday. No, yeah, man, I, gave I don't, don't want to buy a fucking game that might brick my console. I, I don't Anthem. want to pre-order your game when it's released. I want to buy your game and play the game and not wait for it to be fucking fixed. Yeah, man, I don't want to have to go to your store and then you tell me that like this one item is discounted like 50% off only to find out that that's the actual price. It's not discounted at all. Hmm. Because uh, that's that's the game is the game is worth nothing. They were they couldn't even give it away. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, the they were selling, co- they no were selling copies of the game when people bought controllers in fucking Germany. No, they 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 gave free copies of Fallout 76 when you bought batteries. <laughs> so yeah, Fallout yeah, 76 down a while. Now to yeah. probably the second best thing at this at this thing ghostwire tokyo line well are we Holy- talking about bethesda because like yes, still bethesda. Ghost, ghostwire tokyo line yeah no but like are we talking about bethesda's entire conference because the best yeah. thing to come out of bethesda's entire conference um actually hang on let me just scroll down a bit so i can see the whole thing it, it yeah looks- no second best thing second ghostwire best thing yeah. looks pretty awesome it looks yeah, amazing it looks really fucking cool but that wasn't the best part of the presentation no the girl who came out oh yeah oh my god Pledge to protect. She Deserving is the, of all she is the head the pass. cutest, cutest representative I've ever seen at an E3 conference. Uh, E3 conference. She was like, even if she's like, you know, my my English is bad. Thank, you know, I'm very sorry, yada yada. And she does the whole pose dance thing. I'm talking about. Like, oh, she's so fucking adorable. I just want to cuddle her. She's so cute. <laughs> 
She probably thinks what I just said is fucking creepy. I don't care. I think she's cool <laughs> and cute and she should be protected. She should be one of those E3... Uh, she does She does that little hip twist as she turns, comes out on stage. Just Ma- like, mascot? Is what, mascot man, the word you're looking for? Yeah, I think yes. it is. But like the most, well, the most cutest part was just like, you know, you may discover things normal or supernatural. I ask myself that every time I go into work and everyone's like, haha, and she's like, I'm just kidding, just kidding, as if like people are kind of taking it serious. <laughs> it's like, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. I'm like, oh, we, we know you weren't being fucking serious, but she's so adorable. So yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo, done by Shinji Mikami, the guy who made the original Resident Evil series up to four. I think he worked something along... I I think... No. Yeah, he worked on Resident Evil 1 through 4, uh, and he did the Evil Within series. Uh, so I'm definitely interested in this game. I'm a big it, fan of his it work. Looks, it looks very... It does look very interesting. I can't really mm. say much more past that, but because it, yeah, it's just a cinematic trailer it's, setting it up. I so. really, really like the theme of the game that they're kind of showing. Yeah. Looks, looks fan like definitely has got my attention, but I definitely want to see some gameplay. So that's Ghostwire Tokyo Lion, mm. uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Who the fuck cares? The fucking apparently yeah. someone out there well, in the Elder fucking Scrolls audience has been going fairly, fairly well from what I've heard for for an MMO. Oh. And so, elsewhere is yeah. also a region that Elder Scrolls fan have wanted to go to for a while, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, partially because it hasn't like, been explored before. But that's not the best part about that presentation. The best part of the presentation was the guy in the audience literally screaming at the fucking top of his lungs, woohoo, yaha, <laughs> whenever the guy finished a fucking sentence. He'd be like, in this game... You can play as a character. Woo! Uh, okay. Losing and, uh, his shit at it. And uh, we've also added uh, shortcuts. Yeah! <laughs> like, going off his fucking nut at anything this guy says. Like, I bet you even the plants in the audience, if that guy wasn't a plant, that they weren't even as ecstatic as this person was. <laughs> So yeah, Elder Scrolls Online, the only decent part about that was the guy in the audience. Uh, Commander Keen has a new game, which I don't understand, but okay. So I think is canonically... Is like a thing? Commander King is was like uh, one of Bethesda's, like, I think it was Bethesda's or ID, ID Software's, id, id Software's yeah, first game. id Software's first game. Uh, yeah. Right, uh, Commander Keen is related to... Um, BJ Blazkowicz from Wolfenstein and Doomguy. There's our segue. Next game, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Well, like, so uh, before we go to Wolfenstein, canonically, I think this Commander Keen, his son is Doomguy. I think. You think? I think, because that's how they're sort of related. Uh, So yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood, not a whole lot was sort of announced at the presentation, but they did show gameplay which is kind of like kind of i saw the gameplay part of wolfenstein youngblood kind of reared back my excitement about it because enemy it's not just like a run and gun co-op shooter enemies now have health bars which Mm -hmm. is uh weird so like you have boss like bosses which are just bullet sponges Mm -hmm. with health bars and sort of thing Mm -hmm. which is like it's 
it's not killing it for me, but it's something that I'm like, uh, I'm not too sure about that. I'll see how more goes. Yeah, I was uh, pretty meh about the whole Commander King thing. Like, I wasn't hyped for it. I wasn't disappointed for it. I just kind of wanted it to end. You mean Youngblood? What? No, Commander King. We're talking about Youngblood. Yes. Well, I must have stroked out there. All right, <laughs> Youngblood. So, um, Deathloop. Deathloop is basically, from what okay. I gathered... Deathloop is my single favorite concept this E3 that I've seen. If they do this right, it's going to be fucking amazing. So from what I've gathered, both of them... One thinks that they have to kill the other to kill the loop, and the other thinks killing it, the it other ends the loop. They're both, they're both in a time loop, or in a loop of some kind, that when they die, they wake up. And it seems to be some kind of time loop because they're waking up in the same place. And mm-hmm. the guy wants to break the cycle and kind of free himself from that or free people from that or something. And the chick thinks uh, it brings her power or something along those lines and wants to keep it going. And so they're going head to head. Okay. And I think, I don't know. Like, like I said, Two different it's, my ideologies. Favorite, it's my favorite concept. And if they do it right, I think it's going to be so good. But again, well, we didn't def- see any gameplay. Keep my eye so on it. We didn't, but the trailer wasn't as fantastic. We didn't see any gameplay, so I'm mm. skeptical. And yeah. but this is a game I really, really want to be good because I feel like it's got uh, so much potential, and I really like the idea personally as well. I, I'm so keen on it working, so I how, really hope it does. How pissed would you be if Death Deathloop ends up just being a gacha game? I'll just. <laughs> I'll be disappointed. <laughs> it's that simple. Not mad, just disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, it's, it's what they deserve. And finally, the best part about the conference, Doom Eternal. Oh, yep. boy. I'm fucking hyped. I'm, let's I'm go. Deviled yeah, eggs. I, let's go. I'm pretty sure like, that the one point everyone... Well, I think the, the two things people really picked up were the... Was it in here mm-hmm. that they were showing the angels? Yes, they yeah. were showing angels. Yeah. So they sort of and they sort of had some concept about an area. They didn't say if it was heaven or hell and stuff. It was it was the sort of like the stone pillars, marble pillars, and all that sort of stuff, which kind of looked different from the different hell landscape. And then in this one, we saw angelic enemies. Yeah. And so I think the two things I'm super keen about is, like I said, those and angelic enemies. Yeah. And I think they're going to be really, really cool. Yeah, that, um, the, that, and that I'm definitely like, I would love to see how they do this whole, um, the angel and like this. As I was discussing with Alex before, it's either I believe it's either going to go two ways. One, uh, heaven is betrays the Doomslayer because the the only concept I can sort of understand is like, hey, look, we gave... Because the Doomslayer, he he has powers from, like, the high angels to give him extra strength and all that sort of stuff. The, I can just imagine having been like, hey, look, we gave you all this stuff and yet still hell invaded Earth, hell invaded us. Oh, okay, look, so, so that was you. your fault, so... yeah. So that's that's one thing I can see. Yeah, that's or that's a heaven's just like, hey, look, Doomslayer, uh, demons are invading us. We need your help. So that's that's two yeah, ways I can see that aspect. Yeah, or a rogue angel or something like that. 
Yeah. Uh, so the other thing that looks super cool is the OG Cyber Demon. Yes. Mm. So like they're bringing back a whole bunch of uh, enemies from Doom Two, the original Doom Two, like the um, the Archfile. Uh, fucking, I can't remember the names, but there's definitely a lot of models that they brought back from the original Doom, and also new enemies. So oh, I think they call him the Doom Hunter, the guy with the fucking axe uh, made yeah, of Argent yeah. energy. That looks fucking cool. And they also there's there's to keep like keep your eye on that one because they did say that there is law implications as to why that doom hunter that doom slayer hunter is wearing that armor okay because obviously uh doom guy's armor is was made in hell by the betrayer because hell basically resummoned or brought back to life his son which ended up becoming the icon of sin so he betrayed hell to get back at them so that's how he got doom guy got his armor so obviously what i think is the betrayer had also given others the same armor but then turned against him so that would just be something to keep you out also the collector's edition oh boy that is expensive in australia that will cost you 370 dollar dues and you're gonna that. get it and i'm going to get it i have till november to save up that money <laughs> But um, it comes with a helmet, a wearable helmet, so right. I can wear that so while I, fucking jerking so I off. I have to say, yes, I almost feel like the fact that they had a dude in the crowd Wear the wearing helmet. the helmet that almost felt like a. We saw what happened with Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six. We <laughs> saw that. We're proving that it actually works. Hey, look! This is an actual <laughs> helmet which this guy is wearing. It looks nice on him don't hate us like yeah this is this is a thing i know that just absolutely felt like hey we saw them fuck it up we ain't doing it yeah so plus it comes with like a law book uh some in-game stuff like uh, they've they've announcing that there will be campaign dlcs because in the collector's edition you it says you have access to campaign dlc one and two what that is i don't know right yep yeah uh, also, like a lossless soundtrack, which you can get, uh, some Doomslayer armor, and I believe you get the Revenant Doot skin, which is just the Revenant with two trombones. That. Yes, <laughs> trumpets, so, trumpets, trumpets, not trombones. Yeah. So that that's fucking amazing. So yes, that's Doom Eternal. Next, we have the PC gaming show. Yeah, uh, open up strong with Evil Genius Two. Uh, uh, me and Alex yeah. were super hyped for this uh, because yes. I love Evil Genius One. Where I played it a lot when I was younger. I mm. I cannot play like I haven't tried it again. But when I tried playing Evil Genius One on Steam, it just straight up would not let that happen. It would wouldn't let me do it. So I'll see if I can find any patches to play it and shit like that. But yeah, Evil Genius Two definitely like just a shock because I for, for, thought that was just like a one and done thing. I, I'm so happy as to getting a sequel. Like, I would have been even happy with a fucking remake, but like a straight up sequel. Ah, oh, yes, that's the stuff. Yeah, all right. It's this definitely was, great. I got like a demo of Evil Genius from like a fucking K Zone magazine. You, like, oh, you remember that? K Zone? K Zone. Those little fucking like 
one third of the size of the magazine little things yeah one of those little things came like evil genius on like a demo disc so i'm like i'll just play the fuck out of this might as well see what it is i loved it to bits i wanted to get the full game my mom obviously like that was back when i was a little tyke didn't have my own didn't have my own money so i couldn't go out and get it myself uh she wouldn't let me she wouldn't let me fucking get it because i was like six or seven at the time she Mm. wouldn't let me get it because we had evil genius in the title evil Oh, evil. No, Gonna corrupt can't. my son. Yeah, that stuff there. Nowadays, she just don't give a fuck. Yeah, I know. Like, she, yeah. Had the weird, she had the weirdest rule back then. Like, it was, you're not allowed to play any games with M or MA unless they're Star Wars, because I know what Star Wars is, and I'm totally fine with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, that so was the, Evil Genius uh, 2. Yeah. Looks great. Yep. I, Super my, hyped for it. My, literally, this trailer is the only thing I've ever seen of Evil Genius, and I really like the concept. So I can yeah, see myself enjoying so it depending on how it plays. I want to see gameplay. Hey, if, if it you... plays like the first one, then it's going to be great. Well, if uh, yeah, if it plays... Like, I was going to say, if it plays like the first one for you, then it's going to be shit. But if it plays like the first one for me, I could probably live with some sh- shitty resolutions. Oh, no, uh, I'm talking about like them bring but, it to the modern day. Yeah, well, so if like, it plays like it should. If it plays like intended, fuck yeah. yeah, I am down for that shit. 100%. So that's Evil Genius 2. Uh, they released what I believe is some gameplay for Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. It yeah, looks they did a little very bit. CG. Mm. Like, I'm not too sure if that was gameplay or not, or if it's like just some sort of rendering thing. When... No, it's not cell shaded. It's just, it kind of looks CG as if, like, uh, a bullshot. Like shot. The Darkness 2. No, like a bullshot. Oh. Which is, uh, it's meant to look like gameplay, but it's actually rendered like what the first Anthem trailer was. It's meant to look like gameplay, but it was completely rendered. Ah, yes. Bold face. So it looks like a bull shot, but I would like to be wrong on that because it does Mm. look pretty nice. But for now, I think it just looks like CG. Yeah. It pretty much just looks like, hey, look, it's the first Vampire Masquerade. They did claim at the start... Mm. See, it's like hard to tell. They did, they did claim at the start the pre-alpha gameplay footage. I fucking hate but that the term, question, pre-alpha gameplay. But... Yes. The question yep. is whether that's applying to just the scene that it's shown on or further or... But I'm hopeful for the game. It looks cool. Yeah, I'm hopeful again. I, I like the first Vampire. We're hopeful for all games, even but that it was Gears it was sort of built on the backbone of the Source engine, which That's as as decent as it is, it was very limited in what it was trying to do. But I mean, like if it had the same engine as what Fallout, like seventy, uh, not seventy six, fuck no, uh, Fallout New Vegas had, then it probably would have um, been a lot more successful than it was because. Uh, from what I can, like, because I played Vampire Masquerade when I was young. And I'm like, okay, I don't really get this, so I'm just not going to play it. And that's what I thought the majority of people thought. It's like, okay, this is a, this is certainly a game. Like, certainly wasn't like a fucking grand spanking amazing game, but there are parts of the Vampire the Masquerade that is decent. But, like, things like the engine was holding it back. So I thought it was kind of like one of those niche uh, popular games where, like, niche popular that's not a thing uh a niche game in which cult yeah cult following but turns out fucking everyone and their mother's dog loved vampire the masquerade so fuck me i guess yeah 
so that was shown. Then we had Chivalry 2. The game that was spoiled before they could even announce Yeah, the it. one thing I noticed with PC gaming, the PC gaming showcase, is... They tell uh, you what game's coming up? So what, what happened is they would invite these developers out on stage. They won't tell you what the game is, but they'll be like, oh, so what's the what's the surprise you want to show us? And they'll hint a little bit and stuff like that. And they'll go, okay, show us the trailer. And then they'll be like, oh my God, it's this. Uh, when they had the graphics come out to show the names of the people talking, it would uh, have yeah. their name and then the title of the game they were showing in that same graphic. Yeah, it's like... So mm. it just ruined all reveals. All massive reveals. It was just fucking out the window. So, like, Chivalry 2 definitely looks nice. It looks like an updated Chivalry. Uh, that's that's what I can pretty much say. It's just an updated Chivalry. Just better graphics. Yeah, uh, I... Who knows? There's probably more gameplay mechanics played. to it. I never played the original game. It looks like it could be interesting, but again, it doesn't stand out, especially considering the other games that I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, after that, Midnight Ghost Hunt. All right, me and Alex got real hype for this shit because it looks fun as fuck. It is pretty oh, much yeah, it does. prop hunt. Oh, but yeah, no, different. I remember that one. I remember that one. Yeah, that looks cool. Uh, I think we've already put me, our uh, we've yeah, already put our names like, down. As for soon the, uh, as we saw the trailer, it's like, hey, you can apply for the beta. We just all went to the website yeah. and applied for it. I uh, didn't the website crash for someone. Yeah, no, it yeah. was it was it was being fucking spammed. That's why <laughs> I was getting like, hey, time that request. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's basically prop hunt, except the props can fight back, and boy, do they fucking fight back. So that looks so, great. Yeah. I just definitely will like to see how that goes. Uh, next up, we have Conan Chop Chop. All right. So <laughs> they they announced this game. It was like, hey, this game that we're making, uh, it, was a, it was an April Fool's joke. And people are like, oh, it's an April Fool's joke. It would be great if it was a real game. And it had like all these quotes from like big publications saying, this is like the best April Fool's joke I would not mind playing. Like oh, the full yeah, game of. Actually went, yeah, okay, we did it. What? Yeah, and we did it. And like, I heard it's like, they're saying, oh, we called it Conan Chop Chop. And I'm like, please, please tell me this game is actually called Conan Chop Chop. And it is. And it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> it's like, imagine Cyanide and Happiness meet Conan meet like a hack and slash sort of game. But called Conan Chop Chop. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what our so, Conan Chop Chop so is. What happened here? Well, we had the budget to uh, make a game out of a meme, so we did. <laughs> so we did. Now so we're first gonna we made make, a meme, and then make, we made a game out of it. Then we're going to make money out of the budget, out of the money we had for a meme. So yes, Conan Chop Chop. Uh, Age of Wonders Planetfall. Fairly straightforward. Um... I've, it kind of plays what I think of a civilization game would play, but it's just Age of Wonders. Uh, that's interesting. Mm. A couple of the ones that skipped over and missed, well, one in particular. Mm. Uh, the Mutant Year Zero Seeds of Evil looks similar to XCOM. From well, that's the what Mutant Year Zero is. I haven't, it's, I haven't it's played weird. it before. It's I haven't seen it before. Mutant Year's... Mutant Year Zero, Year Zero, from what is I've gathered, XCOM, but with freaks. No, no, but it's not XCOM completely. Like, from what I gathered, you can move around the map. Like, there is no turns until you get caught or seen or engage in action. So it's like Divinity. 
Yes. Yeah, it's more like Divinity. All right. Yeah. Even so, that, that does that does look interesting to me. All right. Mm. Now, the other one are Moons of Madness. Moons of Madness. That does Moons sound familiar. That it's was... on my list. Uh, it's... Oh, no. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Moons of Madness. Oh, that's the Cthulhu game. The, the cthulhu some kind of eldritch space... I'm yeah. guessing it'll be a horror of or a thriller of some kind. Well, it's coming out Halloween 2019, yeah. so yeah, Again, it's like a horror game. I don't play horrors, but I am probably going to get this game if we see a bit more like actual gameplay, but because because yeah. I fucking love I my food. I don't know much about the Lovecraftian mythos, but I love them from a design perspective like from a visual yeah, perspective aesthetically yeah aesthetically i fucking love it so and that game looks good enough from the bits we it's saw it's dark it's gritty it's body horror it's oh it's... shit we forgot one yeah I'm... that came before age of wonders plentiful right before age of wonders plentiful um the last oasis yes that actually looks cool as well Yep, that actually did look really cool. It, was, the, it, it reminded me of, um, Guns of Guns of Icarus, but on yeah. land. Guns, of, guns of Icarus, I, but, to which but there is a guy using the most fucking design flawed periscope I've ever seen. To which he's looking into binoculars, in which each binocular is going ninety degrees left and right, like a fish. <laughs> like what the fuck are you using that for? <laughs> He needs to like, see around a mountain. He no, he's not around the mountain. He is looking ninety degrees left and right. Nothing from that. You do not see anything in front of you. Yet you can play fucking road rage with your spider leg thing with the fan wings. So yeah, admit, my, my first really impression cool. is it's Guns of Icarus, but on land, and more focus on like combat, like person to person combat. Yeah, and then there's and this also, big Goliath-ass fucking thing that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what that is. I'm hoping this is like a proper like single player or maybe party based experience and nothing like fucking Rust. Because mm. if it's like Rust, I'm just gonna miss the game. So yeah, I, I have to yeah. say I'm of a similar opinion. Well, it doesn't look anything to Rust for me. Just, it, it does, by the way. Like the, like they've got like bases and how the bases are sort of established. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was built by people, and I am not, not going to be in this game if it's fucking some rust bullshit. Yeah. Because I am not doing that. So, next we have nope. Zombie Army Dead of War 4, which, going back and playing the Zombie Army trilogy, yeah, I can give this one a miss. Yeah, I, yeah. I like, it looks interesting. But, like, then I played the trilogy again. And I'm like, okay, this is why I stopped playing. <laughs> it's it's not a good zombie game. And so that's... We, the, got, we uh, have no opinions on it. Yeah. Planet Zoo has already been announced and revealed. So there's yeah. that. Shenmue Free! Oh, boy! <laughs> Fucking strap yourselves in because there's a class action lawsuit coming. What? And it's coming hard. Yes. So uh, yep. Shenmue Free has now become Epic Store exclusive. Okay. For some fucking unknown reason. So Shenmue 3 got crowdfunded, successfully crowdfunded. Okay, done. 
Shenmue then pick up a, a publisher after being successfully crowdfunded. Okay, cool. Shenmue now becomes Epic Store exclusive. Okay, what the actual fuck? Like, it got successfully crowdfunded, which got all its money to make the game, and then it got a publisher to get more money to make the game, and then it got epic money for more money to make the game. Now, uh, fucking people at... Now, I'm going to try and find out who Shenmue's, Shenmue 3's publisher is. Give me a second. So, Shenmue's publisher is Deep Silver? Yeah, Deep Silver. So, mm. people were like, hey, Deep Silver, give me my fucking money back. And Deep Silver like, hey, look, because all these people on the crowdfunding, who crowdfunded it, were promised Stee and GOG keys. And uh, Shenmue have come out and said... Hey, uh, yeah, no refunds. No refunds at all. It only come out with this new policy now. Like, they came out with this policy just a day after they announced it's Epic exclusive. So, like, hey, look, no refunds. And it's like, hey, no, you said you were going to give us Steam keys, etc., etc. I want a Steam key but you're putting on Epic, I want my money back. Yeah, nah, not happening. Well, okay. That's a Class action lawsuit's gonna fucking come on in strong. So the ACCC just starts banging on the door. Heard your boys want a class action lawsuit. Well, yeah, <sighs> basically. Like, if a class action lawsuit comes on, like, people are going... Like, I can't imagine anyone not signing that lawsuit. Like, not signing that shit and getting involved. Because it's the most stupidest shit ever. Not only is... Shenmue is like, how, how can I put it? Shenmue is like the special kid at your school. Mm. Like, people are cheering you on because they want you to achieve big. They want you to surpass your dis- disability and they want you to keep on going. They want you to do well. They want you to literally win. They want you to win. But, like, and then the teacher, aka... Epic like, Games. Epic Games is like... Where people fucking love Shenmue. What if we buy Shenmue out and we can make so much money from that? Because fucking everyone wants to play Shenmue. And it's like what Epic Games doesn't seem to realize is like, yeah, as much as people want Shenmue to win, no one's going to play with Shenmue. No one, no one likes Shenmue. No one, like, it's not that they don't like Shenmue. It's like, hey, look. No one wants to waste time on Shenmue. No, yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's sweet. You want to hang out with us, but... We really not interested. Yeah. So Epic has for some reason decided to go, fuck it, we need Shenmue exclusive. Spent fucking an undisclosed, I would assume a large sum of money to get exclusive to their thing, not realizing that no one was really going to play Shenmue in the uh, Shenmue free in the first place. It does not look good. The amount of money that's been thrown at it is like a fucking fire pit it's just burning money because that money has not been shown in like any of the reveal footage they have it Mm. looks shit it 100% looks it the developer just took the money and ran it looks like that whatever they did with jump force the new jump force game is what they're doing but 
with less quality with Shenmue 3. It's that very sort of uncanny valley, blocky sort of graphics with dull colours. No, everyone's like, yay, Shenmue 3, these people are trying to do big and oh, ain't they just a thing? No one fucking played Shenmue 2. They, they, they even re-released Shenmue 1 and 2 for PC and no one fucking bought that. So I don't know what Epic's doing or why they think Shenmue's going to make Mad Bank. The whole, the whole thing with, with, uh, with Shenmue is the developer knows no one's going to buy that fucking game, so he doesn't care. He's just going to grab all the money, spend as little on it as making the game as possible, taking as much as he can, and like using that fake hype shit from uh, Epic to take all the money he can from them. It is, it is a run. fucking... Now, it is a farce. If I can say something, which I'm absolutely not defending them, this is more of a problematic oh, yeah. point. Yeah, let's, let's that... not defend Epic Games. Go on. No, this is more of a problematic point for the Shenmue and other similar stuff that's happened. Kickstarter, you are backing a project... And due to the terms and conditions, you're and you're legally not a customer. Alright. So you're not guaranteed anything from it. So turns I'm actually out, pretty no. sure. Terms out, terms in terms of service doesn't mean shit. You cannot sign like many governments have said, you cannot sign away your rights just by simply accepting a terms of service. No, no, it's Especially not signing away your rights. It's you're not signing away your look again. I absolutely agree. It's a broken promise, and yes, but it's this all is kinds the thing. of bad things. But because you are backing a project and not purchasing something, no, no, that's the thing. When when things when projects fail on Kickstarter, it's not because it's it's not because like it couldn't succeed. It's more of like they don't have the money. They've spent the money and still couldn't complete the game. So you cannot get your money back from that. How can you receive money for someone who doesn't have it? But with sh- like that's why they never really go after the people because getting the money back is next to impossible. But when you have the Shenmue developers going, not only did we you know succeed at funding the project, which means they do have to deliver on their promise because they succeeded. They got a publisher, which is extra money in the pipes, mm-hmm. and then they got Epic behind it, which is even more money behind them. So, the f- and they are saying, hey, look, we we said Steam, but really we meant PC. Like, if they just said, hey, look, we'll release it for PC, probably could get away with it probably but they said steam steam and gog you get steam and gog keys and it was a successful campaign meaning the customers are entitled to a refund if they do not receive their product and that's why they changed their policy to say hey look no refunds we just don't do refunds all right look Again, I, I agree with everything you're saying that it all should be happening. I'm just raising the point that there may be some loopholes and some bullshit they try and pull and possibly succeed in pulling. I'm That's not, the problem. The, the thing that they could have pulled, they didn't, which was they weren't 
they weren't airy enough with their terms because they said specifically for Steam, and since they are not delivering Steam keys anymore, they are not delivering their product. Anyway, that's enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) So next is Chris Tales. So yes, they had a demo put out for this game, which I downloaded and played. That game is very humble looking mm-hmm. when it works. The game had crashed on me numerous times, especially when getting before the big boss. So that was upsetting. But what I did play, it it's very, it's, I don't know, it, it gives you a warm feeling. Like, oh, this is very nice. Like, the the attention to detail they did, which is like, they made it the aesthetic sort of like a children's book, but it's detailed enough to not be as sort of lacking in care that a children's book would have. Mm-hmm. So things are sharp, graphics are tight, it looks really nice, aesthetically pleasing, especially... Mother Superior, she is the next on my pledge to protect system. So Mother Superior, I thought was just going to be a bitch. So Mother Superior is mm-hmm. the mafia. She's like a goth chick with like tattoos on her face and hands. Uh, in what I could only address as like a Mary Boppins or Cinderella dress, and I and with the name Mother Superior. I just instantly think she's gonna be a bitch, but when Chris like goes up, is the girl Chris uh, goes mm-hmm. up to Mother Superior. Mother Superior's like, "Oh, please, you know, make sure you're safe. I worry about you so much." Yada yada. I'm like, "Oh my god, she's fucking adorable and she's responsible <laughs> and she's caring. Oh my god, she's fucking amazing. She's everything I want in a woman and more." It's like, "Oh man, pledge to protect," but that like. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of... I believe there's a lot of attention to detail put into the female characters. Mm. Because the female force char- female voice characters, voice actors, are real top-notch. Like, they're really decent, great voice actors. And then mm. the male characters are sort of like... How I can imagine... Like, 1800s British and old farmers aesthetic. Except for the mayor. The mayor is this big, like, pudgy guy in knight's armor. And so, I I don't know why they did this design choice, but, like, there's a lot of detail and a lot of quality into the female actors. And the male actors, the voice actors, are just kind of off. Which is the weirdest part. The voice Mm. actors either sound too old or... You know when like you hear you see a character and you expect their voice to be a certain way? Yeah. It's slightly the casting was off. off. Casting was off, yes. Yeah. So the casting was off for the male ca- characters. Only the male characters though. Even the frog. Like there's a a magical frog with a top hat which you run after for the first part of the demo. Oh. Like even his voice act is a bit weird. Like he's mm. He's sort of uh, established to be this quite well-spoken frog, and yet he's got a very average accent Mm -hmm. with an average voice actor, so that's kind of weird. But I haven't gotten to the part where you actually... Because the main niche, the main uh, 
would say niche of the game is the screen is divided into three sections. Set one section is the past, one section is the present, and one section is the future. And hmm. you use this mechanic during fights. So like the example they gave is, hey, look, go over to that area and plant a seed. And okay, okay, walk to the area, plant seeds. Like now walk forward so the future aspect of your screen is where the tree should be. And then you walk over and then the future aspect has like a fully grown tree. So your character, Chris, she has like these crystals which she's able to manipulate certain aspects of time. Hmm. And I'm not sure how this uh, aspect of the game works in battle because I haven't gotten up to that part yet because the game keeps on crashing. But aesthetically, it looks really pleasing there's even like the battle menus during the fight I did have were very reminiscent of Persona 5. So during Persona 5's battles, how you had those battle menus, the shoot gun, that sort of stuff, kind of reminiscent of that, but not as bold with the colors. It's like a light blue with a white and stuff like that. So it's not as bold with the colors, but it's still like really good. And I want to play more, but the demo is just like, and we're done. I'm like, no, 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 no. Come, let me, because there's this boss, and the boss is like two twins that are devils, and they fucking look awesome as hell. And like the the niche to these the the aspect to this boss is each sister is one half of a shield. So together, uh, they they make an entire shield which you cannot harm them. But then you're meant mm. to use your time ability to able to get rid of half the shield or something like that. That's what I saw from the trailer. But it okay. looks really interesting. But I want to get into it, but I can't. So I, I've, I've sent bug reports to the developers and hopefully they send me back a build that actually works. Hopefully. Hopefully. So that's that's my take on Chris Tales. What about yours? I didn't actually get a chance to play the demo yet because, like I said, I'm busy with all my gotcha shit. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's getting in the way. Oh, so I'll have to report back once I've actually given it a try. But yeah, no, I really do like that sort of time mechanic that we're going for, and I really do hope it's pulled off uh, pulled off with competency. Sweet. How about you, Jane? All I can say is it looks cool. Like, I'm pretty keen on it, but I haven't played any of it, so I just need to kind of hold... I am looking forward to it, but I just need to kind of hold judgment. Sweet. So, uh... Next game, just breeze over, Man Eater. I think it's called Man Eater. I did not see an yeah, entire title that segment. Is that the Shark um, Simulator? Yeah. Shark Simulator, yeah. Like, the fuck? Really? Yep. You could have been off saving the world, but no, you made Man Eater. All right. <laughs> Live your dream. <laughs> so that's my yeah. thoughts on that. Um, telling Lies. These are the people behind the game Her Story, which is a really good investigative uh, game. In which, so Her Story is a game in which you're given all this footage from a examination, like a uh, interrogation, police interrogation, of a woman's story. I think about the murder of a husband or something, and you're trying to figure out if she murdered the husband or she's innocent. And you basically have to go through all the footage, picking out parts and pieces of the footage to create a coherent story to either prove she's innocent or prove she's guilty. And it was great fun. Definitely a fun game. And so these are the same people who made that. 
and it looks like they're basically just doing that again but on a much larger scale with more people so i'll be very interested in seeing how that goes Mm. Okay. Uh, the actor I was pointing out to Alex the entire time uh, straight up is the actor that is the Tom Hardy body double <laughs> like oh, okay. he's not he's not Tom Hardy's actual body double but he looks identical to Tom Hardy to the without point being where Tom Hardy. without being Tom Hardy so like he was in a movie called um, fuck I can't remember the movie basically it's a movie where this is an AI putting his brain and it makes him like super strong and shit like that and I honestly thought it was Tom Hardy like I honestly thought Tom Hardy's movie and then I look at it and it's like wait it's not actually Tom Hardy it's someone else I had to I watched a film and someone told me after the fact and I didn't believe them I for the entire viewing of that film I thought it was Tom Hardy I don't know whether that says something about me or that actor but this guy is the closest thing to Tom Hardy that Tom Hardy but he's a decent actor so I, I, I like to see what he'll do in this in this story hmm. uh, lastly on the PC games we have Baldur's Gate 3 now yes. the this, game that right, everyone right. is hyped for so Baldur's yes. Gate 3 as I may have mentioned before I'm in like four different Roleplay campaigns, tabletop roleplay campaigns, three D&D campaigns, and one yeah. set differently. Baldur's Gate is... Uh, what's the word? It was very much inspired by tabletop roleplay, and so I'm really keen on it from that extent by itself. On top of that, they're running into that Lovecraftian mythos which as i said i fucking love the aesthetic yes. for so the combination of those two things just mean i am super super keen on this game okay so yeah it's, it's two things i heard about it josh a friend of ours uh keeps letting me know that um the the new D book that's coming out is tied in with Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, if even even if you, in the press conference, they weren't actually mentioning they were working with the guys in the doing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons for part of it. Like, they were actively talking about it. Mm. Like, if, if I quote, they were going, and yeah, we were looking at the 5th edition, we ported as much as we could and we saw what could work from those tabletop mechanics and poured it into the video game they were working off the current edition which i'm playing three campaigns in of tabletop dnd in using mm. one of my favorite mythos from an aesthetic perspective i'm so keen on this game just from that without actually yeah. seeing gameplay just off the trailer and the theme and knowing that yeah, I'm it's, really, yeah. really, really keen. So, yeah. I'm really keen for Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, the one thing that I like about the conference with the guy was like, hey, look, you know in D&D how you can pretty much do anything? Can you do that in Baldur's Gate 3? And the guy's just like, well, we're trying to program this, but like, it, let's f say, for example, uh, I want to attack you. I can grab that chair in the audience and beat you over the head. I'm like, that is the most mundane, 
like example you can give on how crazy shit is. I, the, I, I came agree, up with a better but... idea was shoving goldfish up people's asses and waiting for it to grow to a size which kills them from the inside out so I could raise an army of goldfish who are buff as fuck. That's my D and D. Yep. He's a Agreed, he's but a fish you also need to there's got to be structure, yes, I know. And it's very hard to make anything plausible in a game you can't which is set by a You your imagination the same yeah. way you can so when you're actually that's a real yeah. person's just sitting there making but shit up having, to run the game. Having the like a good like range of stuff, so... Well, then to put it in spell terms, can't you just Harry Potter it? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, but, um, I, I Harry Potter the fish up your asshole and then I use a growth spell on the fish. Yeah, but like the game would have to have Man. that in its code to be able to accept that. The one thing I'm sort of saying is the yeah, game the will more stuff, guide you, you to ideas. Like, mm. hey, look, you can kind of do this. Or if the situation goes this way, you have, you know, this, this, and this available to you. So it's kind of guides you to like... So if you're like, I have in my mind a set way of how this situation is going to end out. Like if I go, hey, you, I hate you. And the guy goes, I hate you too, let's fire. I'm like, I want to grab a goldfish and shove it up your ass. <laughs> but the game will be like, he's going to attack you. There's a fishbowl over there. Do you want to beat him over their head with the fishbowl? I was like, okay. So it's trying to guide your ideas into a lane in which the game can actually execute it. Yeah. And that's fine. We got strangely stuck on fish. Yes, we did. Um, so Ubisoft... Uh, let's, let's quickly go over the Ubisoft one. The only thing interesting at Ubisoft, in my eyes, was Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs Legion, where you yep. can be any NPC. That that seems really cool. Um, not too sure how that's going to turn out in the end because I can't trust Ubisoft as far as I can fucking throw them when it comes to E3. So I'm curious to see how far that is. Yes. So it's not far mm. because. The distance kept getting further and further. The fatter they got with fucking Watch Dogs One and Two, but it, 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 we'll see. We'll, it, I need actual gameplay. I I mm. would wait for a review of any of the games they announced before I buy, because I know Tom how... Clancy's Rainbow quarantine? Six Quarantine. Yeah, Tom Clancy's Quarantine. So it's not Tom Clancy's. I. I'm pretty sure it's not Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. I think it's just Rainbow Six Quarantine. It's quarantine. Yeah, it's, it's just Rainbow Six Quarantine. So yeah, that fucking we know nothing. Yeah, we know nothing. It was a, it was uh, a pre-rendered trailer. So Ella and um, Viggle. Viggle appeared in Vigil, the trailer. Viggle. Vigil. Yeah. yeah, appeared in the trailer. Uh, turns out it this is this looks like it's not going to be Three the alien invasion. Co-op. No, it's, it's not the alien invasion. It's I believe it's going to be based off the alien invasion, like a similar playstyle. But it is three player. Yeah, three player co-op, co-op like yeah. they had with the actual invasion. Uh, Outbreak. Which we is had that fun the name with that. they were doing? Uh, Outbreak was the event. Yeah. Outbreak yeah. was the event. Quarantine is is, this is one? the game. Yeah. No, no. I was so saying now. Outbreak was the last one when they introduced Finger. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Finger and Lion were for Lion. Outbreak. So that's. But are you too. ready for this one here from the Ubisoft press conference? Are you ready for it? What? Tell me you're ready for it. Is it Doggo? No, it's not Doggo. Tell me you're ready for the Tom Clancy gotcha. Oh, yeah. Tom Clancy gotcha. Boys, gotcha's in fucking town. Woo! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Fucking yeah. everyone's so going gotcha man. I told you everyone's doing a gotcha this year. There was a yeah. gotcha at every press conference. So yeah, Tom Clancy has a gotcha game with mm-hmm. uh, the Rainbow Six operators. Oh, not only the Rainbow Six operators and also other... the division operators. Uh, so, Sam, so Cell, Ubisoft Sam famous characters in the Tom Clancy. Yeah, uh, genre. just the Tom Clancy genre are yeah. all uh, even ones you don't even know the fucking name of, like the people from the division and uh, and uh, fucking what's the other one? Um, talking about Sam Fisher? No, I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I know Sam Fisher. I know who his name is. Uh, Wildlands. That's oh it. yeah, them fucks from Wildlands. You know any? I know one guy from Wildlands, and that's Nomad and shit balls. But that's about it. So yeah, um, so they've got the Gotcha game come out. There's also they revealed more stuff from the new uh, Tom Clancy game coming out, which is what's the new game they got coming out? fucking you tell me ghost no i can't be ghost but basically the main bad guy i think that's a really good pr oh, no. move go it was tom clancy's um it was the new wildlands game fuck it was wildlands 2 it's not wildlands what? 2 it's a new title but it's a new title whatever the fuck they're the good it. pr move i think was when they got the bad guy of the game to come out onto the presentation and be like hey look you're going up against me fucking come at it Fuck yeah, dare. Was, and he brought his cool. doggo on stage and everyone loves the dog. I'm surprised yeah. the dog acted so well behaved after all that applause. Like that dog has to be well fucking trained to do that. It is a very well trained dog. So that's Ubisoft done. Uh big one. The I think my favorite this year was Square Enix. Oh right, Square. There, Square that Enix. Thing. So Square Enix started off real big with the Final Fantasy remake gameplay trailer and Tifa reveal. I think this yes. game is going to be really good. Uh, it's still going to be episodic, but they are bringing a lot of mechanics in from other Final Fantasy games. So the only thing what, I've seen Final so far about the Final Fantasy VII remake is apparently people are losing their shit on Twitter about Tifa's bus size. All right, so. That's that's basically explained in a 4chan article. Some guy found out like here's Tifa's bus size from me mapping the fuck out of this image. I remember seeing that. So yeah, there's yeah. that. Um, Final Fantasy likes to play really fast and loose with its mechanics. Like they will change up the game mechanics, like every couple of games. If not, like they'll do a one system for a game and then call it quits there. Uh, this one seems to be very different because as much as it is a new way of playing, it is like amalgamation of a whole bunch of mechanics from different Final Fantasy. So you have Final Fantasy XIII stagger uh, mechanic in there. You have Final Fantasy XII's um, A, uh, AB bar in there. Uh, you have, I would say, Final Fantasy Type Zero's attack system, which you, like, you press buttons to do attacks. Um, so they have a whole bunch of that and it looks really good very fucking flashy it is like it will send off any epileptic into a fit I guarantee you that much there's that many particles on on screen at once uh, Tifa looks like a whole bunch of fun she kind of looks like she's bringing a character action vibe to the game which I'll definitely be interested in but I feel that uh, this remake will be making a much better story out of a mundane story so like mm-hmm. final fantasy the original story bare bones pretty simplistic bad guy there bad guy do bad things i stop bad guy cool 
but they they were very limited with the technology they had. They spent millions and millions and millions of dollars on the technology, but they were very limited on how they can tell the story. Ah, so that's why I believe that this one, this one is going to be a lot better because they have, you know, new like they've learnt over 15, 16, 17 mainline title games how to tell a decent story. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to. Uh, mm. Final Fantasy VIII is finally, finally getting remastered. So the big issue with Final Fantasy VIII is when Final Fantasy VII was finished and the big fucking success it was, they were hot off the heels of Final Fantasy VII's success making Final Fantasy VIII. So when Final Fantasy VIII got translated to English, there was so many fucking issues with it. The fact that they did not have source files or resource uh, stuff for from Final Fantasy VIII to the point where the translation people had to reverse engineer and dig into and hack basically hack into the game to be able to translate the game to English. And none of the source code was stored. No, like, uh, of the backdrops or graph background graphics and all that sort of stuff was stored. It all just disappeared to time because Japan back in those days did not save that sort of stuff. So Final Fantasy VIII really suffered because of it. Uh, and that's why you never see Final Fantasy VIII being like HD ported to things because there's just nothing to HD port. They don't have mm. access to those files. So by the looks of it, like even the character models in the Final Fantasy VIII remake, they're trying to keep it as much as the original as possible while making it look nice and clean and tidy. So even Squall's character model, main character, looks different because they made a completely new one. They made everything pretty much from scratch, which is great. Uh, what else do we have here? Outriders. Outriders is a uh, what looks to be a, a one-to-three-player cooperative shooter from the people who made Painkiller. So people Ooh. can fly. So that looks very interesting. There was no real gameplay shown of it except for the developer diary stuff in which they were showing like the developers work on the game on the computers. So it, it, you can see from the computers that it is a third-person shooter. So that is interesting since they're, like, they're known... They're the people who worked on the original Gears of War. So Gears of War 1 through 3 and Judgment. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they kept going. We we worked on Gears of War Judgment, and Judgment was probably the worst one out of the four. They could have really just left Judgment alone and not saying they worked on yeah. it. Um, War of the Visions is a mobile fantasy, is a new uh, Final Fantasy Brave X first ex- expansion that's coming out. So that's that's good for me. Uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles has been remastered. So. It's coming out to the Switch and PS4. Uh, I did like the Crystal Chronicles on my 3DS, but I had fucking no one to play with it because no one likes me and I have no real friends. Um, Aww. I know. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC called Remind gets announced. Apparently, if you are uh, wanting to go into Kingdom Hearts 3 and haven't yet... Avoid this trailer at all costs. It is the worst spoiler trailer ever conceived in history. It spoils everything. I have been told it's just like they 
Uh, it's just like they made a trailer for the Star Wars movie and put Luke, I am your father in the trailer. That Jeez. big of a spoiler, apparently. I don't care about Kingdom Hearts 3, so that's pretty much past what I care about. And finally, Avengers game got announced. Oh, right, that thing. Yeah. Now, apparently, that the Avengers footage we saw is actual gameplay. Yeah, that was the most interesting part. There's they actually came out and showed gameplay footage. Well, that's the thing. I didn't shit. think that was gameplay at all. I thought that was all like a part of yeah, the cinematic. No, same. no, I thought I thought that apparently was apparently that is a hundred percent gameplay, and it has been confirmed that it is gameplay. So that is really fucking interesting. That looks really pretty, and that's coming to like PC and all that sort of stuff. What I remember, all the good stuff. So Avengers game is looking pretty good. You can't remember that. Uh, now on to Nintendo. Nintendo Direct. Direct. And then we'll just quickly, after this, we'll quickly follow up with the Devolver Direct. Uh, because that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't really input to either of those because I haven't watched. We've covered everything I've watched. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they opened up Nintendo with announcing the new Smash character, which is the main character from Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. Now, as much, as much as I can say, like, me and Mono are like, who fucking cares? You know mm-hmm. who cares? Uh, the people that have a public holiday for Dragon Quest. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking that care. Yeah. Uh, uh, even apparently, though Dragon Quest isn't that big over here, it is really big in Japan. All right. So, uh, long story short, uh, Dragon Quest, uh, I think it was free, was so popular, people were skipping school to buy the game. Police came out and said, this is not okay. Like, the actual police came out to the company and said, this is not okay. You need to do something about that. So, apparently, which they got some sort of... Uh, they got something in which they were allowed to make a day, a public holiday, so people can buy the game. People can buy it and play Dragon Quest. Well, that happened. Okay. So, yes, that <laughs> happened. So, Dragon Quest is fucking huge in Japan. So, that's why... Dragon, the Dragon Quest main character, the new one, uh, is a Switch, uh, not Switch, a uh, Smash Brothers DLC character. Not to mention, also, the new Dragon Quest game is now being ported to the Switch. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Uh, what else do we have on the docket? Speaking, speaking oh, of Smash? ports to the Switch. Oh, no, okay. Speaking of ports to the Switch, The Witcher Three. Yes. Um, I don't understand how this is going to work. Because after looking into it, apparently The Witcher 3 runs like horse shit on the PS4. Yeah. How's that going to work on a Switch? I can it, see it visibly in the... It barely runs. I can it see, I can see visibly like, in the trailer for The Witcher 3 on the Switch being graphically downgraded as fuck. That's understandable. Oh, man. But, like, it's almost as graphically downgraded as Ark Survival Evolved. Oh, God, no. That's so, a graphical yeah. uh, You can now be a Witcher on the go on the go uh, I mean like it would have been better if they changed the entire Witcher map to just procedural generation mm, but that is true I guess that's not in that's CD just Project not possible Red's for the Switch fuck factory at the moment because they're, they should be busy working on Cyberpunk 2077 not fucking about with Witcher ports yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes it, it, the, pit, the port might be delayed for a bit um, the, the port they is also had the crash weirdest announcement trailer for them porting Resident Evil 5 and 6 to the Switch 
as mm. it was just two people in a haunted, yeah, like literally just, rocking up to a house, a haunted mansion in the, in the woods that they had nowhere. a key to mm-hmm. to play the original Resident Evil because Resident Evil uh, One HD and Zero have been ported to and Four have been ported and, to the Switch. Yeah. So for ninety five percent of the trailer, they are playing that, and yep. then at the very end of the trailer, they're like. Oh, by the way, Resident Evil Five and Six are on Switch, and have a good one. So yeah. it's a trailer. It's a trailer to announce Resident Evil Five and Six on the Switch, and they spent literal less than five percent of the entire trailer about Resident Evil Five and Six. This wasn't even five percent. That's what like zero point five percent. Like the, at the end, it's just like five and six on the Switch, and then it just left. Pretty much. Uh, what else do we have? No more Heroes Three announced. Ah, oh, yes. So this looks Man, very I interesting. Got this so looks like a salty, a true so call salty at the chat when when that uh when that game because they, they don't know they don't know, 51 they're fucking, all fucking stuff. All, none of none of the idiots in that fucking chat were even alive. All right, when fucking the man, the myth, the legend, Suda Fifty One made No More Heroes. Like I call, as soon as I saw that man, I'm like, is that motherfucking Travis Touchdown? Yeah, it's like you can see it's Travis Touchdown, and it, it's a true um. Uh, no mm. more heroes sequel, which is good. It's true yep. to the game. Uh, Damon X Machina, uh, yes, still a thing. Mech game, mech game, still a thing. It's still a thing. Still looks pretty cool, but yep. nothing we haven't really already seen. Uh, Hopefully, they get. They've already announced. They've already announced Cadence of Hyrule, which is the uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer and the Legend of Zelda crossover. So, uh, there's that one. The Zelda, uh, The Awakening of Link, which is the Zelda 1 remake. Yes, so they're remaking that, which... Fuck, I can't remember what game it reminds me of, but it reminds me of... I think it's kind of like Pokemon uh, Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu, but of Zelda. That's the the only way I can really put it. That sort of 3D graphics in a blocky world. All right. Uh, They Uh, also have announced Pokemon um, Thingamajigo, where they showed off... Where they showed off the absolute most delicious chocolate bitty to ever grace our screens nessa the water type gym leader Ooh, she was absolutely scrumptious also with that announcement uh your pokemon let's go pokeball will work with pokemon sword and shield you can take your pokemon on a walk with you to which they said they might find something special out on that walk so if it's like a, a fucking pair of no. Doesn't matter what it is. They, they announced someone, and we're uh, gonna have to ta- take so yes. Pokemon out on walks. On that, Animal Crossing uh, been announced but delayed. Mm-hmm. So Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing DLC announced but delayed. Yes. So that seems mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Alien Isolation and Dauntless are getting ported to the Switch as well. Yep. Which Alien Isolation I care about. Dauntless I do not. Uh, but it would be good to see how Alien Isolation runs because. It is a very pretty looking game, so I can't imagine it pulling the best frames ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is there? We have Luigi's Mansion Free. Yes, Luigi and Gooigi. Gooigi, which is Gooigi immediately my basically gummy bear Luigi. It's not even gummy bear; it's like goo. It's Gooigi. Oh, that, it's that's, Gooigi. that sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, last two Comes announcements. In multiple flavors. Uh. Everyone gets absolutely bamboozled when Banjo Kazooie comes in to Smash Brothers. Yes, Banjo Kazooie is in Smash. People get fucking. It started off with like the Donkey Kong people getting baited in by um, 
the duck hunt dog. And yeah. it's like, okay. And then Banjo Kazooie comes out of nowhere and fucking, fucking flops onto him and starts kicking out. at shit. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Banjo Kazooie falls from the sky, stomps out Duck Hunt, as he screams, "Don't call this a comeback, because I've been here for years." Yep. And the last <sighs> major announcement, which was I think one of the biggest throwaways that they did, which is like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, by the way, uh, Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel." Yeah, that wasn't that much of a throwaway. They had like a full cinematic trailer for it. Yeah, ish. It was like a cinematic teaser for it. Yeah, which looks like Zelda a, which looks like it looks like a shit. it looks like a it looked like a Breath of the Wild DLC because yeah, but Legend the, of Zelda does not do sequels. Mm-hmm. But uh, the entire Legend of Zelda community did officially lose their shit because the because skeleton that the is Wild. shown no, no the skeleton that is shown uh, has a uh, golden medallion in the same place that Twilight Princess Ganondorf. Has oh yeah, a yeah. Medallion. Apparently, apparently, from what I heard. Uh, literally, Link and Zelda's dead bodies are holding down Ganondorf. Mm-hmm. So and also, also, they apparently um, they gave their lives to keep the Ganondorf symbols, there. The symbols that are floating in the air around Ganondorf are the same as on Midna in the Twilight Princess. Okay, so that's that's what I saw from the uh, speculation. And then at the very end, it's just like Breath of the Wild Two is in development, and yep. we're off. Like that. That's just it. So that's why I say it's a throwaway because it's like, yeah, okay, it's Breath of the Wild. Uh, what about Breath of the Wild? And it's like Breath of the Wild Two, actually. And everyone's like, oh, fuck. And then they just left it at that. And then they called it quits to E3, and they immediately went into the <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, exactly the the big Pokemon release to talk about that, which we had uh, two Pokemon leaked from that press release. Well, not from the press release itself, but from people playing Pokemon. Um, which was a corgi-looking Pokemon, mm. and I can't—I fucking forgot the name of it—and a imp-looking Pokemon called Limpidimp. 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 Fucking grandiose. Rumple Stiltskin. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that—that that sums up E3. No, we still got one more, which we're about we to finish. It's and quite that sums quick. up E3. <laughs> no, <laughs> Devolver Digital Direct. Ah, they right. straight up were using like Nintendo Directs. Um, uh, design 100 yeah. percent they down stole to the color directs, yeah uh, they stole the direct design to announce devolver bootleg yeah so devolver bootleg which is, a, which is which a launcher that'll take you to the devolver bootleg steam page which will then offer you the, a uh, a bootleg version of all of the devolver digital games like uh hotline milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, there's, some of the names are great, but the best uh, Enter part... the Gun Dungeon, Ape <laughs> Out Junior, Shooty Boots, Super Absolver Mini Turbo Fighting Championship, Castile no Cat Slivania, Piku Biku Ball Stars, and Luft Trousers. So the best part about that is it was on sale. It still is on sale at time of recording, which is and- it's, it's been discounted one percent for one percent off for one percent off it is one percent off so that's fantastic uh a game that actually looked really decent from that was carrion which was oh, the yes. monster one where you play as like this sort of tentacle it is it is like and, and graphic they, they monster. call it this they call it this themselves in the press release a reverse horror game yeah so it, that's, is, it is a new genre. 
Yeah. So what um, the, did did they just meme their entire library? That, that's yeah. They yeah. Took they their mean entire the entire library, library for the bootleg yeah, stuff. Yeah, for to get on on that on that lucrative market. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, memes so probably last, are an untapped yeah. market. <laughs> for the last last two reveals, there was a game called The Fall Guys, which looks like Teletubbies in a uh, Japanese game show, mm-hmm. which seems pretty interesting. It's kind of like a battle royale, but not like they're not fighting each other; they're fighting the environment to get to the top to win. Mm-hmm. And they get eliminated one by one by the environment, which is like fucking like spinny dials and all that sort of shit. And the they last... showed off uh, my friend Pedro again. Yeah, that we all know about my friend Pedro. But the last thing they announced was the Enter the Gungeon arcade unit, a oh, actual right. house, an actual arcade unit. Yeah, which is house a first person... of the Gun Dead. Yeah, House of the Gun Dead, and it is a actual arcade unit. Like the old Time Crisis arcade units? The light gun shooters, yeah. Yeah, the light gun shooters. And oh, fuck, that, man. Nice. Do I ever want one of yeah. those? So that that's definitely, like, really interesting, really fun. Uh, but that, that officially wraps one, up the E3. Because I just quickly yeah. had to look up. The last one that Devolve did, Carrion, looks pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, that's the we one we're talking that. about. That's the reverse, the reverse that's horror, horror game. Horror. Right, right. Yeah, that's the one we'll talk about with the tentacle monster killing the faculty. That's the one I'm like, that looks really good. I want to get that. I, mm. I want to at least see see a bit more, I think. But I like the concept. Yeah, okay, the concept's then, definitely yeah. great. It, it's not something that's been done in that style before, which will be pretty interesting to see. Like, obviously, the reverse horror game where you can play the killer, that's happened before. But in a sort of TD, uh, TD, 2D, 2D. Uh, graphical horror game i think would be pretty mm-hmm. cool yeah so that is the end of e3 Whew, we finally got through it all and oh yeah I it only took us like an hour of three hours yeah, three yeah. hours <laughs> i was hoping would go it wouldn't take too long but we had a lot to say and we said it all yeah mm-hmm. so boys what's happening on our channel what do we got up on our channel well from what i recall what we still have got up on the channel at the moment is uh all that good stuff with Valkyria Chronicles 4 uh, still going through. We're close to finishing uh, Sekiro as far as uploads go. Yes, um, there's about yes. like, I think, seven, six you and I, left. Yeah, you and I are nearing our completion of Bayonetta. Yes. And then so- we will be getting into Star Wars The Force Unleashed. So once Sekiro has finished, um, we will have our Pokemon uh, Emerald playthrough. Yep. Yeah, Pokemon Emerald randomized playthrough. We'll have that going up alongside with Valkyria Chronicles, and then when Valkyria Chronicles happens, we'll have a new title coming up, which I'm pretty sure we've discussed, but I'll just make sure after the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, once Bayonetta has done, we'll be uploading Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, which was another game that just another cursed LP. It just oh, fucking this... happens. Oh, oh fucking I happens. I get it. If I'm not what? there, no, because... this is because Kenny and I try to play ports of games, and they just don't fucking work. Yeah, like Bayonetta wasn't a grand port, and even yeah. and just Forced Unleashed the was Forced a fucking Unleashed. even worse port. I'm just oh, I'm shit, just gonna kind credit the games you guys have played when I wasn't there. They haven't worked. I'm just going to completely <laughs> discount the fact that despite trying to play Bayonetta, I haven't managed it because whenever I do it, I need to manually restart my computer 
after launching the game. <laughs> wow! Alright, okay. we thought we had a bad. <laughs> I can't launch the game without white screen of the computer and having to force restart. Yeah, like oh, it yeah, is right, a fun yeah. game. But regardless, like, it's because you of the game were recording great. without me. That's what caused yes. it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It's totally not the fact that um, cutscene audio absolutely played when gameplay audio didn't, and gameplay audio played when cutscene audio didn't. There was no middle ground, and that was the only two scenarios that we could ever get. <laughs> that was just for one of them. It's not to mention, like, as soon as you touch any of the graphical settings in Bayonetta, the game will physically fuck you. I have <laughs> fucking rash on my knees because how much the game fucked me for wanting to play in 1440p the game just straight up went fucking you better assume the taxpayer position because this is all i'm gonna give you just gonna yeah, give you a good hard one for this one boy i know we've had this discussion before but i play on my screen's resolution which is 680 by 1050 mm. <laughs> oh beautiful like mama used to make <laughs> <laughs> which not only doesn't work for some older games because they're just like oh uh, 680 by 1050 we don't believe it exists um yeah. <laughs> there's some sometimes, really sometimes. like weird resolutions out there mm. some monitor company should be ashamed like it, like it's... at what point no at what point <laughs> are you fucking going man we just need 30 more pixel space just to get that 1080 but we can't. So, ship it. Done. It's done, boys. Call it a night. Wait for that revenue to come in. But I'm sitting here with 1920 by 1080. All three of them. I've got a 1920 by 1080 screen. And then I've got a 4K TV. To which I don't play games on 4K because I look at it in 4K and go, Oh, that's pretty. And then move back to 2K because it looks almost identically the same, but with better performance. Look, that's... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah. So yes, that's what's on the channel. Uh, we really hope you guys are enjoying this podcast of E3. And if you haven't, and hopefully we've uh, refreshed your knowledge on all the grand games and the atrocities that are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I was going to have a topic, but we don't have time. So let's just quickly run it out quickly. What was your most excited game for E3? Uh, Star Wars. The Jedi Fall... Oh, fucking, I'll give you this. Fall I'll give you three. Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Spirit Fairer, and Evil, Evil Genius 2. You, Jaden? All right. I, myself, if they pull it off, again, c- concept-wise, um, mm-hmm. Deathloop, far and away. Yeah. I want Deathloop to work so much. Uh, games that I have oh, actually fuck, been one. shown and confirmed, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I'm getting ah, that cool. game. We so for me, one. what did we get? We forgot. Let me just, just quick. I'm going to blast through my Steam wishlist. Well, we do that. I'm going to call this up. So my my top three was Fantasy Star Line Two, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo Lion, and Doom Eternal. Eternal. Yeah. All right, here it is. I found it. I'm, I'm right. super. Yep. Remnant from the Ashes, the same people that made um, Darksiders. Oh yeah. The guys from Darksiders uh, made a new game, Remnant from the Ashes, and it looks really cool. Like, really creepy cool. Mm-hmm. Check it out, Jaden. I just, I definitely believe that you would put that on your list, even if it's just yep. because... Um, yeah. All right. And last one. What is the worst game you thought was at E3? Uh, every gacha game that came out. 
You, Jade? But specifically, uh, the pop vinyl gears gotcha. I mean, I, <laughs> what about I'd, you, Jade? I'd have to agree with that, but that's also just because I have no interest in them. Um, but yeah, the gotcha stuff that came out, basically the stuff I'm uninterested in. Like, I didn't see anything that I thought was cool in concept, but didn't work. With the exception of possibly Crossfire X, just because it's so generic. Yeah, very generic. For me, so generic. you know it's that fucking redundant Gears of Gears 5 trailer. You know it's that fucking Billie Eilish bitch screaming on the screen trailer. That is the most <laughs> stupid, the entire Gears 5 thing was like the most cringy, like the guy was trying to get so much working and the crowd just wasn't giving him an inch. Nah, man, fucking the best one there was when, uh, what's her face, pop vinyl female number 247 was able to get a bunch of cats uh, to uh, pop vinyl ROM number 345 uh, and just put it out there. pop vinyl 247 four star to you, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, pop vinyl 247 four, four star, star with a, what's that, a 7.65% rarity drop rate. If mm-hmm. you spend $250 on two uh <laughs> if you're poor <laughs> well yeah no hey she's a four star not a five star five star it's two thousand five hundred dollars maybe rocking a one to two percent you're drop rate. funding some fuck over at xbox like his his uh ceo bonuses when you're buying your fucking gears vinyl pop game shit <laughs> just remember that when you play that game when you're fucking Next, battling motherfuckers <laughs> with your chainsaws just be like there's a CEO sitting on a beach earning 20% while I play this game yeah. and I'm not every, eating every tonight time, every time you go summon for 10 summon for 10 all right, that is another line of coke that CEO snorts off a high class hooker's ass off a high class hooker's ass and on that note we are Oz Plays. That's it. A U S space P L A Y S exclamation point on YouTube. Come check us out. We got lovely content. Come check us out in the socials as well. We are Oz Plays Gaming on Facebook, and I believe Oz Plays is it Oz Plays on Twitter. Oz Plays official, I... wasn't it? Was it Oz Plays official? Yeah, I think Kenny, it's just Kenny Oz Plays. On... It. I was sure. Anyway, you snagged Oz Plays. No, official. I, I snagged Oz Plays official for our Twitch. Um, mm. Anyway. You'll find it. If you find Which it, any it of is them, they Oz should Plays. all be linked it's just to at each Oz other. Right? So, we, no, we, so we are at Plays Oz. Oz. Yes, we are at Plays Oz because we could get neither Oz Plays Official nor Oz Plays because someone stole them and is doing nothing with that. All right. Well, we're going to have to book it now. So we should catch you guys next time. Yeah. Yep. Catch you next time, right. people. See ya. Watches.